His remarkable uh, performances in movies and television have already captivated audiences, you know what I'm saying, for many, many years worldwide, making him a true icon in the industry. Today, we welcome our brother, our homie, Noel G. What's cracking? What's up, baby? Thank I had you, to give you the. I had to give you the I intro of all intros. Loki, I threw up the redo that. I said sound check, no sound. <laughs> Damn, yeah, we good double now? take, huh? Nah, you know, I, I, I know what it was. Oh, that that you know, wasn't on? We good now? You don't have the mic on, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, we straight then. Oh, that was a rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, that was it. No, that was a rehearsal. No, we on Sick now. That's rehearsal. crazy when you go live, man. What's up, Noel? <laughs> Chilling, dog. Thank you for finally making it, brother. I know That's it's been a while, bro. I was like, I was trying to get him on the horn. Like, yo, I need you in this That's day. That's the cool yeah. thing about live, man. They get to see the mess-ups like that. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. They get to see the bloopers, you yeah. know what I mean? Somebody does that shit in Hollywood, they Fired that day, yeah, huh? They gotta shit. go search for special features. They got it right then and there. Man, they got yeah, a half for exactly you the blooper reel right here, yeah, right you now. You gotta get the CD. You just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, brother. So, I mean, uh, tell it. Well, real quick, let's go around the room, man. I know you was here. You were here um, yesterday, right? Uh, or in Ontario, yeah, City yeah. Ontario. Shout out there for uh, New York Pizza. They just opened up like two months ago, photos. so they brought out some other cats: me, Caesar, Steve, Bit Sixrick. Uh, long story short, they just wanted to do their grand opening. So we were just hanging out, uh, taking pictures, chilling, whatever, doing the pizza challenge. Show them the pictures, we bro. Tried to, we tried to pictures swallow up there, dog. Come on. A, we tried to swallow a 28-inch pizza, man. That thing what? Was, that thing New York was, pizza. It looked like a UFO, man. Straight up UFO <laughs> Did you Who won the challenge? Did you guys battle? Like, oh, yeah. We couldn't even finish that deal. We, we couldn't. Oh, I'm, uh, there's my mess up. Okay. <laughs> we live, baby. Yeah, it's all right. We'll yeah. look at the pictures right there. You got big, big citrus. Damn, citrus looks like he lost some weight, G. Yeah, yeah, no. Citrus looks fresh, man. He, yeah, I know he wasn't eating no pizza. He's yeah. working out doing his thing. Man. You know what you got to do, right, when you're trying to lose weight. But, yeah, you know, you yeah, got to eat pizza. Eat. You just either not eat or just eat the toppings. That's what I do, bro. <laughs> just the pepperoni. And that's like it. Papa John's, John's low key, bro, they got a pizza bowl without the fucking bread. I mean, oh, really? I mean, it's not a real. Uh, it does. I mean, for those keto, I've, I've been I've on never keto, been bro. a fan of Papa John's to keep it 100, man. For real, for real. Yeah, I like Little Caesars and Dominoes. That's where I'm at. You're a Little Caesars fan. My yeah. kids love those. And I'll even get a dollar Celeste, pop it in the microwave. Hey. Go with that, too. Five dollars, make what? you holler all one day. One dollar, dude. They're one dollar, G. Damn. The pizzas for a the dollar, whole side? A dollar 36, man. You get the Celeste pizza about yay big, pop it in the <laughs> mic, you good. <laughs> Four minutes later, you he knows what I'm talking about. Hey, what about the breadsticks, though? Huh? Crazy bread. Oh, the crazy bread. I fuck with crazy bread. Oh, on the little Caesar. Yeah. I'm all over it. I'm all over it. Who are you talking to? <laughs> so let's let's bring up the photo one more time, brother. I, I, I want you to tell us who's in there again, bro. I know you mentioned uh, so it. So from my boy Big Citric from uh, Idiocracy and the George Lopez Show. Uh, my boy Steve Viegas. He's from SWAT on my block and uh, Free Ridge on Netflix. Okay. And then my boy Caesar. He's from Breaking Bad and uh, Fast and the Furious Part Four. Hmm. And uh, they got some new stuff popping off, too. So uh, Big Citric does comedy. Yeah. Shout out to little Carissa V right there, too, man. Nevaeh. And Carissa V in the house, she came through to support us. She lives about 15 minutes away. She's like the pizza Her, ambassador there, bro. She's like the Where's Waldo <laughs> of, like, the, you know what I'm saying? Like She's she fucking came, everywhere, That's what bro, I'm saying. But I can't <laughs> knock the hustle. Shout yeah, out no, to my I girl. I am her, dog. She came through, hung out, chill. We did some skits with her. Uh, just messing around, so she came through also as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know she used to uh, she performed with us when she was like eight, nine years old. I mean she's mm. been doing it forever. We brought her on stage, a couple of Art LeBeau shows, and and she's done like teardrops part, bro. Oh, that that's what's up. That's what's up. So no, she gets down, man. I I offered her. I told her she had an agent. I was trying to hook her up with an agent, so no she shit. can start doing some auditions and start getting some. You know, TV show auditions or movie She's auditions. dope. She's definitely got the personality for And then it. I forgot my boy in the middle, man. The, uh, 
he's he's the owner Tony. He's the owner of uh, the pizza spot and the blue shirt. So that's who that is right there. Yeah, him so and his wife, own, right? Yeah. So okay. they own another spot up in Fontana. And uh, long story short, now they got their new pizza spot. And oh. you, you right here, man. You should go. No, I've been looked. to Fontana one. So oh, this yeah. is a newer one. Yeah, man, this is a new one he just opened up. So okay. Should, yeah, yeah. I should put you guys together. Yeah, we, well, we've been there. My wife and I, our kids, it's been a few years. We've been to the Fontana one. We did yeah. the whole big pizza thing. Okay, okay, okay. His okay. wife or him and his wife are lovely people, man. Yeah, they're no, they're welcoming. Cool as hell. Yeah, they're welcoming cool people. Shout out to them for sure. Sick pizza party right there. So. I know, right? <laughs> for real. We didn't so. have the party hats, but you know, we so you got signing some stuff there, or you guys? yeah, we were just signing some stuff. Uh, if anybody wanted some, we just if anybody, <laughs> that's what's yeah, up. Yeah, that's that's if you want stuff. Yeah, <laughs> if you want stuff. Did you have these houses there? Uh, no, nah, we didn't have that. We just had pictures, and that was it. Uh, Shout out to this. Never, it's like I a little seen. neighborhood, right? This is know, the, right? It's the Toretto house. That's the, the Fast and Furious house, man. Show. Now they got to make a new one though, because now it got a fence around it. Yeah. So that's false advertisement. It's got Give them a zoom in already. Put on the white screen already. <laughs> They'll get to it. They'll get yeah, to it. Yeah, that's dope, man. Damn, signed. This is for Mark. Mark got the only one. I love that, man. No, I got more. Do you? <laughs> that's what's up, brother. Well, let's make him feel special. We'll say he got the, we'll say he got the only one, You got bro. the only one here right now. <laughs> there was only one made in the whole world, and you got it, bro. That's, that's like a sick dope. collectible. I've never seen those before. That's the prototype, and after they made it, they're like, nah, these won't sell. What? <laughs> no, get the fuck out of here. Are these on your website for sale? Or? No, I don't even have a website, G. No? I'm, yeah, I'm still old school. I put my number on a napkin and pass it. Yeah? yeah so no. you don't do merch often, or no? No, I do, but just when I go to shows and stuff like that. So Okay. That, that's what we do. We sell stuff like that, sign it. That's what those were headshots on the on the picture there. Yeah, that's what yeah we up. bring some merch like that. That's what people want, something you can sign. Yeah, something. just something. So they got a little something if they want. There's there's some diehard fans, man. And man. I, I love all telling? you guys out there. They got, they they get stuff that is Hot Wheel cars, that, um, just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Pictures. You don't got your own Funko doll, or like, you know. <laughs> no, I, I ain't no Kevin Hart of the Rock, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you do something I'm like still, that? Hell yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Do, yeah, I'd do anything. Oh like, shit, man, we about to take <laughs> over his merch. Come on, man, let's get it, baby. As I sit here with no merch on in front of me, <laughs> I know, right? It's like the only prop I have for the today's show. You need something like this. Oh, this is tight. I said, if it opens up like a Polly Pocket, shit, That's sign me crazy. up for two. Huh. <laughs> That's just too. dope, yo. Yeah, no, it's hella cool, man. Those sell good. A lot of people always want those. They got Lego sets, everything, bro. So, yeah. but everyone's everyone's a fan of this, though, to keep it 100. Yeah. With the cars, the whips right there, man. Yo, speaking of whips, yesterday we, uh, shout outs to uh, the Lux bus. They picked us up. We had a show last night in San Jacinto, which oh. is an hour away. Me and Money Moons, Lighter Shade of Brown, Little Blackie. Um, who else was on there? Uh, Hypnotic. Uh, classic, of course, classic. Amanda Perez. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? She came out from uh, Indiana. We did our thing. And the Lux bus right there. You guys want you guys just to take a look at it. I show them. I give them some love. Man, this is a Sprinter van. 2022 oh, nice. Mercedes-Benz. I mean, it's it's perfect for like eight people. You get on in there. My man, um, Josh, he'll, he'll fill it up for you. Uh, no, George. George. I kept calling him Josh last you, night. I was fucking faded, dog. You were giving bad, him George. a multiple choice, bro. You were giving him multiple choice. <laughs> no, he's going to fucking hate yeah, me for you that. You were giving him an ABC. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Me, me, uh, him, him and his uh, his wife. And um, yeah, bro. So there it is right there. That's nice, bro. That's clean. Follow him at I the Lux Bus. I can live in that right there. Know, you know huh? what I'm saying? Damn. It's really, really cool. Got the stars up there, and uh, they treated us very, very well. There you go, George Orozco. Um, you can hit him again at the Lux Bus underscore on Instagram, TikTok, TikTok and uh, and all of With that. With the bottles, look at that. Yeah, we, we now this. Keep in mind, this is uh like later in the no, not this video, but 
after me, we did Sunday Funday yesterday. We always do Twitch at my house on a Sunday afternoon in the backyard. The kids go swimming. I go live on Twitch. I play music, right? That's another way to promote our shit. And, bro, we're just drinking Michelob Balchas all day. You know how that goes. And I go, fuck, I got a show coming up in a couple of hours. So, luckily, I didn't have to drive. I got there safely. So, again, well, you know, thanks again to the Lux Bus for getting us there. And I was really dope. Now, over to the show, man. Let's get into the show. Um, really dope-ass picks. Mark, Tomas, they all made it out right there. You see us. I, honestly, bro, like, I, we expected, like, less of a crowd, to be honest with you. But I think it was a pretty damn good turnout. Yeah, yeah. show was dope. Shout out to Long Beach Carlos right there in the white tee. Amanda Perez right there. Little Blackie. There's some shots right there. Yeah, the, the ladies right there sipping on the Bucanas. <laughs> they were all lit in the front. <laughs> Eat it, fool. Damn, living legend shit right there. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm reaching 50 this year, bro. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to hang, Noel. I was telling you off air, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what it is, bro. You start getting up there, and, like, your body will let you know. It takes three days to take, you know, get over a hangover, man. It's like... Just stop already, but it's like... You get a lot more patient when you get older, you know what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> a lot more patience. Totally. Let stupid stuff bother you, and you just... You're a lot more calm. You're, man, you so right, bro. Not, <laughs> shit don't even bother me anymore. Like, you can't. Like, even with my can't, kids, I'm just you, like... You can't let it bother you. You can't. Oh, yeah. It's too detrimental to your body at that point. It's just... <laughs> Gotta don't, let that shit go. Facts. The golden rule, just don't stress over what you can't change. Yep. Oh, Jack. Did you drop a fucking it. bomb already? Come on, <laughs> Wisdom, knowledge. So I'm going to get to more of those gems from Noel G. How was your weekend? Good, man. Um, let me see what I do. Oh, I gigged it uh, for brunch over there in City Corona. Baco. Hey. So shout out to Baco. And then Thursday, I covered for DB, who's not here today. But I was at Punch Bowl once again, you know. I saw it was packed. Not that it's not packed when Danny's under, but something about when you were there, like it was, it was really packed. You know what it was I'm saying? A good, like, it was a good amount of people, yeah. Yeah. Even for a Thursday. I think it's summertime here. People want to just get out now. True, yeah. But they want to buy. It's lit. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Okay, Can't you, complain. Can't are you ready complain. for next week? Yeah. Next I, I, weekend? Hell yeah. I've been doing next my weekend, homework. We, we got a show next week, and we're I'm throwing on an event. It's Lighter Shade called on a Sunday afternoon day party. Oh, okay. So we're doing it in Vario Logan out there at Chicano Park, man. Shout outs to Ernie. Salud Taco. So next Sunday, Eventbrite. It's where you can get those tickets. It's not too late to jump on those. But uh, other than that, man, we'll get more into that. We got commercials coming your way. But let's jump into some of these stories real quick, though. My goodness. So yesterday was the BET Awards. While y'all were over there gigging, <laughs> the BET Awards were going down. And uh, I don't know if you guys know JT and Lil Uzi. They're a thing. That's JT from the City Girls. And then Lil Uzi Vert. She actually decided to break up with him right then and there at the awards show. At the awards show? At the awards show. Damn. She said, fuck that shit. Publicly? She, publicly. Yeah, like, what'd he do, right? <laughs> yeah, so there's a clip of her throwing her phone at him, like, right there in the crowd. Uh, All these people around. Everybody. So. I for views, it ain't real. That's for views. No, 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 PR. Like, move. what is real these days and what's know, fake? I'm, you know yeah, what I'm right, saying? I'm like, I don't playing, believe shit. So days. they're speculating that the reason she got mad is that Lil Uzi Vert performed, and uh, part of his lyrics were, "I got a nice wife." Wig came off twice. She got a little throat. She looked like Ice Spice, and supposedly they were like all being chummy, and he was trying to holler at her, but. So JT is a toxica. Let's just say it. Put it out there. JT said, fuck Anybody that. who throws their phone at somebody like that, just because he mentioned somebody else's name, it's a fucking lyric. It's not like I'm saying, I'm hitting that shit like Ice Spice. But he's you know? giving her attention, you know what I'm saying? And for a female, it's like, what you doing? Girls no. don't play like that, man. Yeah, not the city girls. I got that. rid of those girls a long time ago. Yeah. That's why I got married, man. I said, fuck it, dude. But like, it worked, though, because he was chasing after her the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, Literally, like, down the aisle. Well, then he deserves to be toxic. 
toxic too then man that, that's a <laughs> toxic relationship man yeah you know that's yeah. what it feels good to them so we'll let them have it but hey, but what about buster speech though buster bus he got a uh, honored with the what was it called the lifetime achievement award there we go let's One run thing that. that i need y'all to know we're gonna stop these little petty beefs that we be doing in rap this shit is y'all messing up y'all messing up the bag y'all messing up the energy i don't like when i talk to these dudes that run these streaming platforms and they talking about you know we turning the consumer off because there's so much little this and little that going on with you rappers we're gonna stop that we're gonna love each other and we're going to get to this money. You know, executives, stop promoting everything that can be great in the music, too. It ain't just got to be about the, the, the ass shaking and the, how much drugs we sold and how much dudes we tied up, how much drugs we doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the Chuck D era and the Kane era, but I'm a timeless great. I mm. rock with all of my new artists. My, everything about me is leading the new. That's why my group is called Leaders of the New. Of the new school. <laughs> Shout out to every new artist that's contributing and doing their job. I love seeing Ice Spice. I love seeing Coy LeRae. I love seeing Kendrick. I love seeing J. Cole. I love seeing Wu-Tang. I love seeing Nas. We're going to stop this narrative like we don't love each other. This this divide thing. It's corny. It's tired. It's whack. One thing that I need y'all to know. There it is, man. Busta. There's the whole speech is like 13 minutes long or something like that. Obviously, yeah. he breaks down emotional, and he was like, look, they only gave me two minutes, but I'm going to go for it. So he ended up going 13, and everything oh, this man has done yeah. is just, he, like he said, I'm a timeless great, bro. Like Busta. We all grew up on the Wuhas and mm -hmm. Leaders of the New School, and the scenario was a shit. I didn't know that he got kicked out of Leaders of the New School. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. He, he didn't know Actually, that. they kicked him out, and he didn't know what the fuck he was going to do. And he had a um, four-year-old, five-year-old son at the time when they kicked him out. So he didn't know how he was going to make ends. He had they had just dropped Scenario, uh, the, the famous joint, and he had the most killer verse on there to, today. And uh, that's kind of what made him famous. Long story short, he went into a studio, and he was trying to get studio time. The way he got studio time was by going into other rapper sessions <laughs> and sharing his weed. <laughs> so they knew that they couldn't get rid of him. <laughs> if they passing the blunt around. Right, right, so right. So while he was in there and they were passing the weed, he was writing verses. Uh, and then that that's how, you know, that's how he says he summed it up and he started, you know, doing demos Everybody like that. got their street tricks. Hustle, you know what right? I'm saying? Yeah, everybody got their Smart. grind. When you got no money, you got to be creative. <laughs> yeah. You got to be clever, you know what I'm saying? We've all come from somewhere, man, you know what I'm saying? And everybody's got a story to tell. We got no LG in the motherfucking building, ladies and gentlemen, on the Blockout Podcast. When we come back, we're going to get into it, man. We'll talk about new stuff, old stuff, you know, whatever, man. Just shoot the shit. And maybe we'll get them to have some tacos or something, some wings or something like that, bro. Because I know you want Little Caesars pizza instead. <laughs> Sorry, we ain't got that for you, man. All right, we're coming back after this, yo. Blockout. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Um, it's like we didn't leave because the mics were still on while, during that commercial right there. But we got Noel G sitting on with us at the Blockout Podcast. My brother, thank you for coming through. We just want to sit up and chop it up a little bit. I've been through so many of your interviews, bro. And it's kind of like I know it gets repetitive saying the same story over and over and over again. So I don't want to go too deep into it. Just highlight some stuff, some questions that I had. And I knew you, um, we were born in Puerto Rico. You were brought out this way, you and your parents. And then all of a sudden, your parents abandoned you at eight, at 13. Now, 
I never, I never found out why though. Like I, I, I know that you just mentioned uh, that they just they, they were gone, and next thing you know, you had everything, and then now you're living alone by yourself though. For them to leave you like that, how did that occur? Yeah, well, it, it wasn't my mom's fault. My my mom was fighting for me to stay. I, I mean, for my dad to stay. My uh, dad, he was my dad. He was just a miserable guy, you know. Yeah. He hated his life. Just a grumpy old man. Hate that he had to work all the time, and uh, he was the provider. So, long story short, man, he just his life was work television, work television, work television. After he would work, he just come home watch TV. Work, come yeah. home watch TV. Typical cracker brew. Did he yeah, drink? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he drank. Yeah. He smoked a lot. Yeah, and he did drink a lot. And then, um, but his his only hobby that gave him joy is uh, scuba diving. He was a fisherman. Oh, dope. So he was part of a boat club. Did he yeah. ever take you out scuba diving? Or? Uh, not scuba diving, but he took me on the boat a few okay. times when I was younger, yeah. whatever. And we just go like straight up to the middle of the ocean and just go fish. And he would scuba dive, and me and my mom were just sitting on the boat, hoping like, "When are you coming back?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Our fishing's got to be like we, the most boring. Have you ever been? You ever no, been fishing? fishing is fun, bro. Is straight it? up, hell yeah. Maybe because no gotta, one's ever took me. You know oh what yeah, I'm saying? I'll take you, bro. No, yeah. you gotta go fishing. Fishing's hella fun, bro. When you throw out the fish and you catch one and. You're fighting for it to come like no fish. You never out. get impatient, just waiting for that I motherfucker mean, yeah, to come you up. You got your moments, you know what I mean. But once you get the bite and the tug, and you win the battle, you know what I'm saying. I sound like, like a spoiled kid right now, don't I? Like, yeah, I just want everything good. I want. <laughs> I know. We'll just go to the store and buy some. It's easier, bro. <laughs> they got they got pet smart, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but yeah, so um, no, I I don't know what happened. Like uh, one day, I kid you not, like black and white, like a light switch on and off. My dad worked in a in a in a good company though that made a lot of money. They used to build condos on the beach. Okay. So the guy who owned the company was pretty much a millionaire. Yeah. Was a millionaire, and he had a yacht. And he asked my dad one day, I kid you not, he said, "You want to go sailing around the world with me on this boat? But if you come with me, you can't bring your kid with you." Damn. So my dad came home one day, I kid you not, just black and white, just like that, and said, "I'm gonna go sailing around the world on this boat with this guy." And that's it. Like, I'm going. Sailing as in leisurely? No. Or like, just to go work? No, like work. to go. Like, this guy just took off because he was already set with the company. He already had money. He's he, like, he let's go. He already had money. He's like, you know, and, and my dad would always travel with him on the boat, you know, because he was part of the boat club or whatever. Yeah. So they were they were good friends. And my dad was the supervisor at the company. I didn't grow up poor. Right. But I didn't grow up rich either. We were a middle-class family. Right. I had a nice home. You know, I grew up in a three-bedroom home. Like, yeah. I, we were middle-class. Like, we were well-off. Wait, I didn't grow up poor. Drop those. Fo- I, I got some photos of young Noel right here. Look oh, at that, right? Look at, look at, brother. Look at the brother. Damn. Oh, that's later, no, bro. bro. That's, that's later. That's the, how old were you right there, bro? I don't even remember. That was probably 15, 16. Look at the right kid there, with a smile, million dollar smile. Look at yeah. that, bro. Baby face. That looked like a senior in high school right there, bro. I don't know what, to, what more is going to go on in this podcast. Not yeah. old. We do I'm our like, research. Is my dad going to come out the back door? <laughs> Well, Noel. Yeah, I know, right? He'd be like, bring them on in. Bring all the baby mamas. I'm done now, bro. No, dog. No, this is dog. where I get caught on ODM's deal. Bro. No, we this just is the best ever, dog. I, I just see and ODM faints. This is gonna be. A, this is a good. This one going Stop in history. Stick around. Dog. Straight up. Don't wish that upon me. Oh and, uh, man, I'm feeling bad. No, bro. I just did like, some research, and I, I yeah, no, whatever's I captivating, I, I brought it to the, you know, because yeah, there's a story to everything, and I like to show I visuals. I love it. I, I, I get. Is it. that bad? No, hell no. It's out there. Nah, nah, nah. Those are good portraits, dude. That I mean. 
mean, fuck. I haven't seen those. Well, that one I saw. You're a handsome ass fucking kid, dog. I, I know, bro. I got ugly now. I get it. No, <laughs> bro. But I mean, you know, the He's beard. He's like, you were handsome, bro. Like, <laughs> you look better without a mustache, bro. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, no. Look at that, bro. That's funny. I don't think bro. I've ever seen you smile that big, era. man. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a surprise, bro. So this is later, and then. You after, took me back, bro. You yeah. got DeLorean outside. What the That's heck? the reaction I had when I first saw it, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, let me get these. It's some Back to the Future right here. That's some shit. So were these like some of your, not to skip the story. No, this is when acting um, started kicking off and where I started taking it serious. And I needed some headshots to, you know, oh. get started. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that's kind of where that came into play. He's so like that's a letterman's around, jacket right there. That's probably around 17, uh, uh, 17, 16, 18. Okay, so this was later on. Somewhere right. in there. So, so, yeah. not, so now, you know, your dad takes off and now it's you and moms, right? No, no, no. So that's what I was saying. So one part of the story, just to save time, I never yeah, really yeah, shared yeah. is I've shared it in a couple, but I don't blame my mom for nothing. Because my mom was a house cleaning lady. She didn't make a lot of money. Yeah. My dad was the breadwinner. So my mom was fighting. I call it the two weeks of hell because my mom was fighting for my dad to stay. My mom was like, you know, what type of man are you? Yeah. Who did you become? I yeah. can't believe you're leaving. This is our kid. And yeah, and it was like, you know, two weeks. I she was crying, doors were being slammed. I, I call it the two weeks of hell. It was like the worst two weeks ever because I heard my mom fighting tooth and nail trying to get my dad to stay, saying, what are you doing? Like, why are you leaving? Like, what are you thinking? Who have you become? Right. All these things. And um, finally, I told my mom. I said, hey, mom, go with my dad. I go, I got a place to live. But this was all not true. I just said it to give her peace of mind. You sacrificed. And my mom was like, I can't leave you. You're my son. I said, but le long story short, to fast forward. Yeah. The bottom line is, if my mom would have stayed, it would have been two homeless people instead of one. Because mm. my dad was the one with the, the money. The breadwinner. Yeah, so that's why I'm the one who told my mom to go. So I don't, even, I don't even blame my mom for so, nothing. So, so now, you know, you go from being uh, everything, having not everything, but you, you was well off. You no, was, yeah, you no, I, no, no, I, I, I was until that. So, so they bounced. At, at 13, my dad gave me $500, and he pretty much said, good luck. What? So I went from a middle-class home toys in my room, clothes in my closet, food on the table, to nothing but the clothes on my back, $500 in my pocket, 13 years old, alone in the streets with no family to call. I never met my mom or my dad's side of the family because they were the only two from their families who came to the United States yeah. to, quote, unquote, start the American dream. So I never, ever in my life, on my mom or my dad's side, I never met my cousins, Uncle, nieces, nephew. I got no grandma. I got no grandpa. No uncle. No aunt. No nothing. Was and this, I got no brothers. Were and you sisters. in Compton at this point, or were you in uh, New uh, Orange County? No, I was in Orange County. Okay. Yeah, I was never in Compton. When acting kicked off, I moved to Gardena. Okay. And I was living in Gardena for like 20 years, but I'm homegrown. I'm all Cali. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But would you say I, you're an uh, uh, Orange County boy then? Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that. And yeah. then I moved to LA at the age of like 15, 16. Lived in Gardena for like 20 plus years, and then I came back to Orange County. In Orange County, is that when you came back? Is that when you? Because you were in a gang, right? Like a H H B or something yeah, like yeah. that. I, I kind of came across that on the internet, and and then there's where you started experiencing the worst, breaking into cars and stuff yeah, like they, that, and homes. And, yeah, so I ain't gonna lie, man. Like as you've seen with the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was before. That was after. Because that a kid don't look like the kid no, that I was, was like, doing uh, it. I, I was I was a dorky kid when I was growing up. Straight up, man. Yeah. I had you know pimples and a and a mop on my head. 
I, I was an ugly kid. So it's not that I was a nerd, yeah. but I just got picked on a lot because I was I was ugly. I wasn't attractive to keep it real with you. Yeah. So I had a lot of people that would pick on me, clown me, whatever. So I got into a lot of fights when I was younger. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then um, the gang took me in. Who taught you how to fight? They're the one. Just you teach yourself, bro. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, All right. Myself just taught me how to fight. Because, you know, survival. there's always somebody in the hood. Yeah, no, I you, didn't you know, have nobody. Or I your just, dad, but not in this I case. I just hit and swing. And, you got good yeah. survival instincts. Yeah, I just did. You know, when someone's attacking you, you're going to fight back. Defend, yeah. You know what I mean? You'd think, you'd think, yeah. but there's other Naturalism reactions. taught me how to fight, there I guess you, you could say. There you go. And then and then as you get into a couple more fights, you you know. But, um. Then when I got in gang life, they're the ones who started, you know, shave your head and wear this and wear that. And then they started grooming me. Right. And then that's how that came Into the out. neighborhood. And then, you know, you start picking up on your own tricks as you go. Do you still talk to these same cats that you grew up with? Some of them. Some of them, yeah. That some are still them. around or they're incarcerated? Nah, the ones who got a good head on their shoulders now. You know what I mean? Because some just, a lot, a lot died of drugs. You know, some got shot. Some yeah. are in prison right now as we speak. I don't forget where I came from. Right. But I just, at the same time, you can only help someone who wants to be helped. Uh, amen. You know what I'm saying? Yep. One thing I learned, I ain't going to pour my time. into. I would before mm. when I was, you know, um, you can have a good heart, but you got to know how to protect your heart. Yep. And you learn mm. through life experiences. And so before I was helping people left and right and I was trying to get them out and some of them would have a good speech, but their action wouldn't match their speech. Right. Mm -hmm. So then when you start helping these cats out, you start realizing like, hey, man, like I genuinely helped now you. Now you're playing me for a fool. Exactly. And I'm your homie trying to help you out. Pretty, yeah, there you go. Took the words out of my mouth. You know, I relate to that to, yeah. to, to a certain extent. My partner, DWTX, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Uh had an addiction it was it was bad he was my, my man my boy was fighting demons you know what i'm saying right. and you know we had him everything into a rehab and all that brother but you know and a lot of these people they, they and when i say people the hint out there that they followed our career you know that, that's your car nah, man. You, should, you know it's supposed to be hot. it's like look i'm the same way like i got a first of all i got a family to worry about. i gotta depend on myself first and my family but you can only Lead us, you know, horse to water. You know what I'm right. saying? Like so many times, and it's like, bro, at this point, you're accountable. I'll give you a perfect example, and I'll try to make it super quick. So before, I would help anybody and everybody who said they want to be an actor. So I was helping people, genuinely, and just helping people get in the game, right? But as I was helping people, people would start backstabbing me or two-facing me or talking crap on me to the connect that I'm the one that I hooked them up with, right? Or even worse, some would just quit on me once they found out that it wasn't as easy as they thought it was gonna be. And I would put like a year, two years into them, my blood, sweat, and tears, and then they would just quit on me cold turkey. And I'm like, what are you doing, dog? What do you, what do you mean you're gonna quit? And they're like, I'm gonna go work with my you know, dad, or I'm gonna go work over here. Or work. I'm like, what? Dude, I've been putting like a year, two years in you. What do you mean? So now I charge people for my time, because here's the catch. I don't care if you talk smack on me. I don't care if you backstab me. I don't care if you two-face me. I don't care if you quit on me. I got paid for my time. Yeah. There it is. And that's how I do it now, you know? So yeah. That, yeah. Did now, it take you a while I, to get to that point? Oh, heck yeah. To, to charge people because you feel like you got to help people. Yeah, but, you know, you help people using wisdom and, you know, life experience. Again, jades you a little bit, too. Life jades you a little bit, and then mm. you start learning and you get taught how to help people. And I always tell people, too, like, if you're going to do business with anybody, 
do a heart check and a personality check first before you do business with anybody. Because before I was that cat, I used to meet someone in the first five yeah, minutes. Yeah, we'll work together. And be like, oh, man, I got to work with you, dog. You funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And found out, like, nah, you're the worst one to work with. Yeah. So what I tell people, even before getting into business, do a heart check and a personality check. And even further than that, I tell people this. If you're going to do business with anybody, go out with them first and go hang out somewhere. Yeah. Go go to, like, the beach or go to go bowling or go do, and don't even talk a word of business. Don't talk one word of business. Just go have a good time with them first. Not one word of business and see if you even mesh with them or get along first. You know what I'm saying? That's so. That's facts. Be- that, that's, that's what's up. Because then you might realize in that hanging out personal time, you might catch a red flag where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, damn. Like, I and this goes I for want, both, I, too. I don't want to do business with you, but, oh, of course. Wouldn't it be course. the guy that's going to of, hang out with Noel G? I don't want to get right into, like, yo, man, so, so how do I get hooked up? You might know? find out you're not on the same type of lifestyle, or better yet, you might not have the same goal, same ending goal, you know what I mean? Or mm. same, same dream, ethic. vision, purpose, or work ethic, or, you know, whatever have you. So, And, you know, it just, life teaches you that, bro, as you go through. That's what's up. So that's, that's, why, up. that's why now, you know, I, I do... I do stuff a lot different, you know. It's quality over quantity, right? Yep, all the way. You said your mom returned back when you were was that nineteen years old? Nineteen or twenty, yeah. So how did that come my, about? My, my mom just to put it out there was a little uh, paisa, but she was like Americanized paisa. It's kind of like explained my mom a little bit <laughs> because um, she didn't know too much, you know, out here. Mm. So she didn't know how to go about things. You know what I mean? So long story short. My mom went with my dad on the boat, but my dad was abusing her uh, mentally and physically, and it got real bad for her. So finally, my mom came back to the United States like, I got to come find my son. When my mom came back, she went to the police station and like, where's Noel? Like, you know, like that. Yeah. I was in jail at the time. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was locked up. I get a call. You got to visit. And the first time I saw my mom was behind the glass, and I just came, and I was like, I couldn't believe she was there. I started crying. Yeah. I ain't going to front. Of course. crying. Yeah, sure. She mom. was there. Yeah, we talked. And, and at that time, it was funny, too. I was in the acting game. I didn't I didn't take off yet. and um, You already so, had doing were Yeah, doing I was roles? doing the acting, but, okay. you know, I, I, I didn't uh, – I, I was still, you know, trying to get my first movie, and, you know, I was – you know what I used to do, bro? You'll laugh at this. I used to do in the first uh, starting of my career, I used to do a lot of industrials. So, like, you know, if you work at Burger King or you work at Walmart, I was the guy. This Training is how videos. you wrap a hamburger. <laughs> this is how you use the cash register. Oh. I used to be the guy stealing in Walmart. Like, I would steal a CD, and they, they would teach the security hey, guards Hey, Bubba, do to... you need any industrial videos? Yeah. Well, I was great at that. I mean. Well, teach your employees everything, bro, on video, dog. That's how they did it back in the days, man. I did a lot of uh, videos for uh, doctors, too. Like, I would be the, the patient yeah. and how they perform surgery. Oh, shit. So I did a lot of that stuff. You but, didn't but call an Oscar did you? I know, right? Cause we, yeah, we, t- yeah, we no, talked but, about that. But they used to break bread, though. I mean, back in the days, they were paying $1,000 a day just for that. And you got to remember, in our days, $1,000 was like yeah. $10,000 back then. Hell you know yeah. One day's work? I remember... I remember when I could make $100 last a month. True story. Am I lying? Mm. Yeah, I was so, Before everything went up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we spend 1000 a day, like whatever. Right? So it's just crazy. You go outside and boom. It's gone. <laughs> you're like, damn, man, today I spent 600 I'm like, yeah. I didn't even mean to. So don't get mad when we charge more to perform because everything's up. Just as a reminder. You're you know? just keeping it level. Just That's keeping all you're keeping it level. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? We got to eat.
So industrials, would you say that's I like I know the, you got stories too, though, man, yeah. with everything that you've done. And like, I'm, no, but but learning, what was one of your, you know, learning experiences where the day you realized, like you said, who you put your time into, what, when did it hit you? When, when, as far as being on the, man. Yeah, when did it hit you? Because I know you got some. You got some battles of your own. Uh, you talking about in terms of uh, being an artist and being on the road? Just, or? Yeah, people who you realize were trying to take advantage or trying to get up on you. And people that oh. you genuinely thought for a minute, like, I'm helping a real cat to find out later he wasn't a real cat. Well, I've said it before. I've never had a homie where I, I can't really think that I've tried to help out. But I've had people that have put me on who later on ended up, you know, taking a little bit more of the pie. Uh, me not knowing, you know, until later right. on, kind of that whole, you know, when money come, money gets funny, bro. With oh, people like it. that, don't and it's just. Me. I, I yeah. was with me. I was. I've said this publicly already. I was with a company, and it it broke up. Suspect Entertainment, and what ended up happening is we just had too many chiefs in the hen house, hmm. but. Only because you said the money thing. Yeah. The way I say it is, real money came in and true hearts came out. Mm. So yeah. yeah. Drop a bomb for that jam real quick, man. Noel G right there. Now, we got stories, bro. I just can't really think them on the top of the head, bro, because I'm so, like, you know, interested in, in your story. And, I, like I said, I've heard because a lot of it. you're about to faint in five minutes. Nah, I'm, I'm actually feeling better. shout out to Mark for I'm that IV bro. right there, bro. Playing, bro. Did you ever in point in time ever think, because I know you're an only child, right? Yeah. Because so am I, man. So did oh, you wow. ever want siblings growing up, man? Did you ever I think did. if I a... had a brother, would my life be different? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because our sister... There was a part of me that always wanted a brother and a sister to keep yeah. it real, just to have someone else, you know, you riding with or whatever. Yeah, because you had no family but, around, as you mentioned. Yeah, no, I had no family. So, yeah, there was a part where, man, I wish I had a brother, a sister, someone. Yeah, that way but you wouldn't you know be what? alone alone. But you, you know, know what's I mean? kind of funny on that, though? So, in that journey, I was taken into a lot of homes. And I seen blood family cut each other and be more two-faced to each other <laughs> than outside friends. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I always, uh, my point with that is I did have brothers. I had some real ones in the streets that weren't blood-related, right. but they were like a brother, mm -hmm. you know, because blood or not, and it's so sad to say, and I wish I didn't have to say this, even blood will cut you sometimes. Absolutely. That's why you got to keep them from a distance. A lot of well, that's why I say, you know, you got to do a heart check and a personality check before messing with anybody first. And that's one thing I've been. When did that come? When was that mentality? Like, when did you well, come after across I've that? learned and had so many jaded experiences, we're like, damn. Yeah. And then it got to a point where, like, you know, I'm just not going to, you know, why are you going to work and, and, and grind and do all this for 30 years just to give it to someone else? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there have to be. A, and, and also, too, I would think that the ones who pay are more serious anyways about yeah, making it waste no time. than the ones who are not paying. You know what I mean? So Hell that's yeah. another catch. That's I was going to say, people pay for that kind of training or, or knowledge, you know, just putting them up on game like that. So it's good that you started charging because people don't appreciate what's free. They only appreciate what they got to work for or pay for, really. That's a good one right there. the same way right there. Get Give it to her. That's a... I mean, that's what I've learned along hey, this just, bumpy yeah. road. You just got me on something. Like, <laughs> all right. I might take her from you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hey, kidding. Run with I'm, it. Run I, with I, it. I'm kidding. I gave that for free. It's good. <laughs> nah, that's a good one. That's a good one, though. But it's so Shout true, though. Shout out to though. Creamy so, Mommy. Hey, it's so the, true. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, you know, life shapes and molds you. You know what I mean? As you go on and where it really, like, hit me, hit me, I don't know. It just it hit me when I was at a point where, you know, you realize enough has been enough.
how do I start turning it around? I, I used to be like that, like like going back to what I was saying, like I felt like I had to, and I still do, but now I'm selective who I help. Like you said, I have to be because, like you say, either they're not serious, they're just in it to, to take with it and leave. And then one, I think it was a barber of mine back in the day said, oh, you need to start charging a consulting fee for these motherfuckers because – I go, well, I go, man, isn't it our job to help others? Like, you know, I've been in this, and I, I love teaching. I love showing. That's it's always been me. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, yeah, bro, but that's experience that you have already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you got to remember, especially when I got married and I had a family, now it's like there's a purpose. You 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 know, this is time and energy, you can bro. Get, you can get paid for what you love doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's no, there's no wrong in it, man. And I don't even explain myself because mm. I've had people um, – who come at me on uh, sometimes on the DM and like, oh, I thought you're about the people and you. I don't even right. fight. I don't even fight back. Those people. I let them say <laughs> what they say. I don't even fight back anymore because the other thing is, I'm allergic to stupid people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just, you feel like sometimes did I just get dumber? I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, you can't even. You can't waste your energy, bro. I mean, as we go on, time is so important. Really quick, man. Shout out to Anthony Brito. He dropped five bucks on a sub fan. My favorite Noel. What did it say? Noel G movie is Party Animals. Hilarious. Ah, he went back to Little the Rob day. had a cool cameo on it. Oh, okay. Went back to the day. What's up, Anthony? <laughs> Party Animals was a movie we did. It was similar to like uh, uh, Party House, okay. I guess. Or it was kind of like a, like a, it was kind of like a Latino Friday. Oh, no a, shit. A, a little bit, a little bit in the mix, but it was, it was, and a lot of cats that, have blown up today. Yeah, we're in that movie. In that back. movie, yeah, yeah isn't yeah. that you funny? Gotta, you gotta check, and it's animals with a Z, party mm. animals with a Z. You gotta check that out. But that that movie's a classic, bro. Hell yeah! I ask him, I, did you see it in black and white or color? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's color. It's color. I'm just you know, I was going through all of your movies, bro. I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I'm going, damn, this boy has put in some work, and not just on movies, but TV series too. And I'm going. <laughs> You were just born to do this. You, you've been doing this for so long, and, and I, I, I literally want to sit and just binge, man, and watch all your shit, bro. Like, can you, would you know that I've never seen a Fast and Furious? I mean, pull my card now. Hey, Fanta, maybe but uh, maybe I, all you got to do is watch part one and yeah. not watch the rest. Cause yeah. got to, how they went from racing cars to saving the world, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, just Tomas watch part. is a big uh, Fast and Furious, huh? He's, the big, he's our movie guy right there. Yeah. Yeah, in just general, watch but. part one and that's it. Am I lying? No, oh, but I mean, if to. you want to, if you want to stick to the roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just right, right, yeah. Even when I saw part two, it started going left field. I was like, how to get into all this? Like, yeah, part it, one's the real it's deal. It's like American Gangster on Wheels. So, <laughs> so, so one I need to watch, and then and then just skip stop right there. to twenty fifteen. Yeah. Then and yeah, and you done, bro. Just, just watch yeah. one. And Don't done. get better than the first one. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pretend all right. They didn't even make a part two and so on. <laughs> No, I'll give you a fun fact about Fast and the Furious real quick. So Fast and the Furious is the highest money-making movie for Universal Studios. Wow. So no other movie that Universal Studios has done has made more money for them than Fast and the Furious. Like Harry Potter's is Warner Brothers. Universal's is Fast and the Furious. Wait a minute. That's saying a so lot. That's, that's their golden token, you know? Shit, not even E.T. I, I know, right? right. Like, yeah. Damn. I fucking used to watch E.T. all the time, well, it was man. funny, that was my man. Shit. Like, back in the early days, they didn't want sagas. Mm. They only wanted movies that were like, but now, fast forward, now they want sagas. Yeah. But back in the early days, they just wanted the one hitter quitter. Mm-hmm. Now, it, now it changed. So that just shows you how time changed, bro. Like, How many Fast and Furious are there? 
There's like, I think there's 23. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> it's like Friday the 13th, bro. It just keeps hey, on going. Hey, didn't Universal Studios Hollywood have a ride? With Fast and the Furious in it? Half? They still got it. It's the same one? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to show how long I've been there. Yeah, no, they still got okay. it, Okay. Are, are, you in, are, you, are you in there? No, no, no. Oh. I'm not, no. I, I was in Fast and Furious 1 and 7, so. Okay, okay. That was cool. For the record. <laughs> yeah, just for the record. Hello. Shout outs to Patrick D, man. Thanks for dropping that 50 on us. What up, ODM and Noel from DJ Pat D. Hey. That's what's up. That's the first DJ. I'm going to give it his props, man. 991 KGGI. Oh, is ever. that right? We're talking Club Metro days, bro. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> Shout out to Pat D. He's so not- he might remember. But Pat D was I, I told I told ODM I did an interview with him back in the day they did. Oh, now he was way oh, before. Okay, He's wait. original, oh, right, original right, bro. Right. I, was like- I, I started in 2000. He was like uh, 90s, bro, for right, sure. Damn it. Yeah, but that's I'm crazy. sorry. We were talking off Airland how him and I, he said we used to party up all the time. No, that's oh. how we keep it natural. It's cool. I'm with it. I'm just like uh it's a blur, bro. I bounce mean, back, bounce back. You know, I'm trying, bro. But I'm sure we did, brother. We have sure. I mean, Gotham was was around those times. It's probably Carlos well, O'Brien. We didn't have pictures like we we got some Kodak moments, bro, that we got to dig for. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Noel, I always say, man, thank God we didn't have like these back in the day. You oh, know you know what? what I'd have been. You know what our IG was? Our IG was our IG was, uh, our IG was um, photo albums back then. <laughs> photo <laughs> albums. <laughs> that was our IG. That was our. Facebook back then. That was it. Um, my before MySpace. That's all we LOL. had, bro. And and Lowrider magazine. Oh and yeah, there I you still go. keep exactly, on my Lowrider exactly. magazine. <laughs> Shout out to Daza. Um, when you hear the name Alfredo, I see you, bro. Alfredo, you're my boy. That's that's my brother right there. He's in there, in the homie. Alfredo, yeah, he uh, directed Road Dogs. Another movie called Kill Capone, man. Road Dogs is one of the Road Dogs. hands down best Latino movies ever. You got to check it out. That. That's movie. authentic. Emilio Rivera. Okay. Uh, Jacob Vargas. Oh, They're shit. all up in there. You got to check out Road Dogs. Uh, shout out to my boy Alfredo, man. He just texted me right now, and I was like, and the only reason why I saw it, because he's on the front, so don't everybody be texting me right now. But <laughs> I watched yeah. the scene from Bruce Almighty, that, that one thing. Yeah, don't scene. get personal. No, I'm bro. not even going to talk about personal. that. No, but next kidding. to you was uh, Emilio Rivera, right? Yeah, Emilio was uh, in there. He looked young, bro. Yeah, bro. You, got, you don't even change, bro. Like, moisturize. Like, you got to moisturize. That's what it is. You, you got the Pharrell the Williams yeah. going yeah. on. Like, you got to exfoliate. Exfoliate? I tell, I tell people the three tricks to staying young. Don't stress. Don't smoke. Don't drink. I got two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, brother. She yeah, keeps man. you young and fresh. Yep, and that Bruce Almighty uh, scene—that's that's the one right there. Oh yeah. So you know how they did that scene? I'll just share real quick. So you want it? They got a cage with no door on it. So it was a it was a cage with no door, mm. and, and they made a oversized pair of pants with Velcro, mm. and the monkey just came out on a sound cue. Hell yeah! All I had to do was make the face, slap it yeah. together, and there you go. How many times you do that scene? Huh? Oh, man. Jim Carrey's a nut, bro. <laughs> oh, he made you go double? No, no. I did it like 36 times real talk because every, every time Jim Carrey did the scene, he had to go back and check the monitor. Mm. So he would check the monitor, see if he liked it, and he'd come back, do it again. He did it like 30 times, no lie, no joke. Was I he was, looking at just I was everything. like, gee, I need some Excedrin migraine right He's now because I got a headache, bro. I can't Wait, Noel's that. reaction is not right. Do it again. <laughs> I can't make that face over and over again, bro. I, I was, know. I, I was on a good one that day. Sick all right. perfectionist. Favorite movie of all time that you've done? Uh, the the one that paid the most. (laughs) (laughs) I tell people sometimes it's funny, man. I just keep it 100. I tell people sometimes I did a movie where the movie was good. No, no, I'm sorry. I said it backwards. Where the movie sucked, but the check didn't suck. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I got some movies out there. I ain't going to front. I did them straight out just because the check. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
but there's some there's some gems that I know were you know good ones that like Training Day, uh, and I'm saying even if I wasn't in these movies, yeah, I was just an outsider watching. I'm just saying they were genuinely good in my opinion. Yeah, because you know everybody got their own opinion too. Someone might not like Training Day, and someone might. You, sure. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yep. You can't please everybody. But um, well, I mean, it's the same for hip hop records. Like yeah, myself, exactly. I may do a song that I may hate, but the fucking world might love. Right. But yeah, I might have a favorite joint, but uh, mine, but it may not slap. Just right. like that. There you go. Exactly. Right? Just uh, like that. Who, you ever fell in love on a set? Nah. With any any female? Nah. Never had a crush. Like that, I find that'd be hard to do. You know, especially if you're doing a love scene, dog. Y'all got to do some really true acting skill. You know what I'm saying? Like, but sometimes then, like, it happens with you know other people where they yeah. really do, and then they start a relationship outside the movie yeah um but you know sometimes in certain movies they got contracts for that yeah <laughs> because they don't want certain things happening between the couple and then it jack us, it jacks up the movie the production yeah, yeah so you know it, that that's a catch-22 but no nah, i've never had that no love story movies nah nah they nah, I ain't you always play the like gangster like and then you, how many times you've been named Hector? <laughs> I know, right? One of my so, primos told me to ask you that. Yeah, yeah, no, Ask no, why, it's not, like thirty times, or like no. Hector on? started off on accident. Okay. So I, I was, I was, I was like, damn, man, Hollywood only got two names for Mexican actors: Hector and Carlos. <laughs> That's it, bro. It started off as a coincidence thing. It's not like I was calling my agent, hey, if I'm not Hector in this next movie, I ain't doing it. You know what I mean? Like, nah, it didn't happen like that. I literally, by coincidence, no lie, no joke. 80% of the scripts that were coming into me for shows, different movies, they were all named Hector. No shit. And because that just happened so often, I was like, you know what? Let's just keep the wheel going. Right. So as I, quote unquote, started to get a little bit of power to make the request, now I start requesting it. I got it, you. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I yeah, say, yeah. hey, you know what? Can I be Hector in this movie? And some would say no and some would say yeah. <laughs> but I would like the ones that say yeah because I'm like, let's just keep riding with this now. Right. Now, now so, it goes to my next question. Now it just How many stays, si I mean, so now it kind of, quote unquote, became a brand. Exactly. Because everywhere on the street now, do you get more Hector oh, than Oh, I'm starting Noel? to think it's my real name, bro. <laughs> no shit. I'm about to go to the DMV and change it. Straight up. You always get the hands and hey, 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 I ain't gonna lie. So, someone says Hector. I'm like, what's up? What's up? What's up, dog? Like, I turned to it. You know what I mean? So, you I'm respond. starting to think it's my real name, real talk. It's like that. Uh, I always bring up that analogy. What's his name? Uh, did I do that? What's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That'll always be Urkel. Man. Oh, Urkel, Urkel. That's, That'll that's, always be Urkel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know his real name? Huh? Jaleel. That's no fair. You work in Hollywood, no, that's man. Boy. That's my boy. Because we're, we're <laughs> friends in real life. That's my homie. No shit. Yeah. I mean, and that's what sucks. You know, even for him, it's hard to break that chain. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. But I'm like, man, this chain, I'm just going to keep it riding. But you're owning it for the Rasa. I'm, like, I'm hell like, I just might as well just Hector. keep it, right? Better than Edgar. In <laughs> All right, Tomas. I see you over <laughs> there. I, I like her. No, what's no, that? What's that? I said better than Edgar. Yeah. Edgar. <laughs> Yeah, better than some jacked up name, right? Like, it could be Big Edgar. Or <laughs> just because Edgar has a, Edgar's are a thing now, you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, I see what you did there. He got a hair to have the Edgar. He talked about the Edgar cut. The yeah, Edgar no, I was yeah. talk. I was just saying names that are like because Hector's so easy to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Edgar's like Edgar's a cool name, but I'm saying it's just Hector's so easy to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yo, Tomas, you were telling me, man, Mel Gibson. What was it like to just the basic Hollywood oh. question? What was it like to work with Mel Gibson and Paul, Keanu Reeves is yeah. the one you told me. Yeah, uh, how was Keanu? Paul I heard Walker, he was a sweetheart. Keanu Paul Reeves. Paul Walker, uh, 
he was a sweetheart. A guy. Man, straight up. Like, he, like straight up good dude. Oh, man, 100. He didn't care if you were the craft service person or the director of the movie. Treated everybody the same. Same with um, Mel Gibson. Cool cat, bro. That guy works very carefully on set. He is such a precautious uh, guy. Yeah. Like he's uh, like when you do stunts and everything, like he himself, even if he's not part of the production, just an actor in the movie. Yeah. He'll go out there to make sure that it's being done correctly so people don't get hurt. So he's he's a real cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Gusto. Yeah, I've had I've had a, I've had a lot of blessings, man, to work with some legends that I can I can say were some bucket list items. You know what I mean? Yeah. The one I'm trying to get. The one I hope to get is uh, Al Pacino. That's my dog right mm. there. I see that. I can see I, that. I hope to get I got Robert De Niro already. <laughs> I hope to get Al Pacino, man. I get you him. You ever met Al? And I never met him. Hey, I want to meet him, too, before, yeah. But he's, a, he's a newborn that, daddy, that, man. That's you know? One, I know. I know. That crazy dog. shit. I'm like, he started Damn. like you late. Well, you know what I'm saying? No, that's super late. Like. <laughs> he started super duper late. <laughs> <laughs> the the movie. closest I got to a Marvel movie, bro, is I did uh, Batman Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. They put a cholo in Gotham City. I don't Hell know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, did, I did Batman Dark The reason why I got that movie is I did a movie with Christian Bell called Harsh Times. <laughs> yeah. And I worked with them for two weeks on that movie. And long story short, we developed a little relationship. And it was funny, man. I, I get the call for Batman. I send an email to Christian Bell saying, hey, I just got a call to interview for Batman Dark Knight Rises. I said, you know, can you drop a good word for me? And all he wrote back was, don't go to the audition. And that's it. And I was like, all right. So like five months, it's a true story. I can't even make this up. So like five months go by and I didn't hear a word. I was like, oh, so my wheels started. I'm like, damn, I should have went to the audition. I should have not listened to him. Like, I was like, you know, damn, did I mess up? Whatever, yeah. whatever. And long story short, my agent calls me up five months later and said, hey, they want you for Batman Dark Knight Rises. Sick. I said, what? I said, oh, hell yeah. So Christian Bell, I got to give him mad props because wow. he came through on his word. Hell yeah. Kept his word. Isn't that crazy how shit just happens slap, like slapped that? Slapped me in the movie, bro. And, and that movie was insane, bro. $500 million budget. Filmed it in downtown L.A. Um, right there. Oh, when uh, when uh, the Sixth Street Bridge was up. Okay. We filmed. They made it look like Gotham City. They had snow machines. Did everything. They were calling the movie Rex. They said it was a documentary <laughs> on dinosaurs. Because if they would have had Batman signs up, they said they would have got flooded with TMZ yeah. and all that stuff. So they had to do the movie undercover. All secret. So they had all these dinosaur signs. That movie was top-notch, confidential. It was like going in there was like walking into the CIA. You had to go through two security checkpoints just to get to your trailer. And And then craft service was set up like a grocery store. You walk in, bro. It was like walking into like a mini Stater Brothers. Anything and everything you want. I was like, I got a this backpack and stocked up. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? So hell yeah. But yeah, man. And was so it all filmed over? It was overnight? no, no, like no, no. Always... Just part of it was filmed in L.A. Okay. But um, yeah, working on that movie, getting to be a part of it was hella cool. That's dope. Another big checker That's for the you. That's the Batman story. Batman. Well, I'll tell you. A, I'll tell you a funny story on that one. I'll keep it short. <laughs> I did the scene three times. Yeah. And the director never came up and introduced himself. Mm. Never said, what's up? And that's the first time ever in my career that I worked on a movie and did mm. the scene and never talked to the director first. Do you know why? Or? Well, well, this is what happened, okay. right? So on the third take, it's a little weird to me because this never happened to me in my career before, right? Yeah. It's a new one. It's like a monkey wrench thrown at me, right? 
So I walked up. Christopher Nolan is the dude. So I walked up and I, I said, um, I said, hey, uh, Christopher, I said, how you doing? And I go, first and foremost, I want to thank you, man, for putting me in your movie, allowing me to be on this set. I go, I'm very thankful to be here. I go, I just got one question and I'll get out of your hair. I said, um, we haven't met yet. And I go, I have got no direction from you. I haven't heard from you nothing. I go, is there anything you want me to do different in this next right. take? Am, am I doing and, right? Am I doing and, wrong? Yeah, I'm like, am I, and he goes, no news is good news. He goes, get back there and keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> okay. So I did it two more times, and they're like, that's a wrap. Go home. Dang. It was just a cameo spot, but that was my but Christopher Nolan. But you did Nolan. your thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was my Christopher Nolan experience. But I ain't never worked like that before in my life. Like, mm. that was the first direct... I, I've had a blessing. Was it nerve-wracking? Oh, not, a little not, bit. I mean, a little, yeah, under a little pressure, bit. It was a little, like a little like, like I was say, like, say something. Yeah, like, I was a little like, what's going on here? Like, who am yeah. I talking to or what? You know, like, <laughs> it is like, get on your mark, do your thing. And I'm like, all right, I just hope I'm getting it right. But one thing I learned on that set, real talk, is when you're on sets like that, you better be on your A game. Right. Like, straight up, you better be on your A game and ready. And look at you. And how many years was this, like, after you already had started? Because you've been doing it for so long. I don't know. It's probably like 20. You're already 15. seasoned. You out yeah. there. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I know it all because I'll never know it all. Even when I die, I'll still no, not you still know learn? it all. But you always learn something new, you know, on set. I've had some weird experiences. I was on – I did The Mule with Clint Eastwood, which is on Netflix now. Okay. And on that one – um, it's a trip because Clint, Clint Eastwood, the way he runs his set, he don't yell action, cut, and none of that. Everything is done with hand signals. Mm. So you don't even know when you're about to roll. And Clint Eastwood, when he's directing you, he just sits like this close to you behind the camera, and he just watches you do your thing, and he goes, just, just play out the script. Play out what's on paper. Do what you do. And you're just like, uh, all right. Yeah. So you start without a start or without uh, an action yeah, with, the, with the hand signals. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and you just jump into it. Like, so every director directs the way that they direct, you know right. what I'm saying? And that's what makes them legends. But I asked them though, I said, why don't you ever yell action or cut? And this was yeah. his answer straight up. He said, I feel like when people are yelling, sometimes you can feel disrespected sometimes people will feel like they're getting yelled at instead of talked to. And then that can and, that can affect your performance. Exactly. So he said right. that's the reason why. And I was like, and that's a legend right there, bro. That's a great, that's a great way to look at it. That's I mean, why I like talking to older people because you gain that wisdom. You know what I'm saying? We've had some shitty-ass bosses, you know what I mean, in radio. Yeah. Her and I come from radio, as you know. And, I mean, I... I don't want to throw names or I don't have to, but if you've been there, you've been there. And towards my end of my radio career was like, it was the same thing. The, the general manager, uh, the regional, whoever didn't even want to meet us. Same thing. They didn't want to meet us. They just want to see numbers. Yeah. Right. And when I knew it was about that and there's no more like physical interaction. It puts you on a don't care mode. Like, I don't care. Exactly. You can put anybody in there. You can put a robot in there. And that's, that's how we kind of felt like. Yeah, because so, then it feels like, you know, you're a little bit of a pet, and you ain't nobody's pet. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Give me a, give, give me a <laughs> something. Give me a banger. There you go. You got bangers in there. Nah, I got you. I got you. Noel G up in this, man, on the Blockout Podcast. You guys got any questions, hit them in the super chat right there. This man's done so many movies. In fact, I tell you, I'm going to sit down a whole weekend and watch it's a lot of his shit right there. Fast, beginning with Fast and the Furious. Yeah, man, start with that one. one. I want to throw a name out to you, and you tell me who this person is, all right? Uh-huh. Coach. Oh, Coach. Who is Coach? That's a guy who's uh, mentored me 
His real name is Al Hadi, if that's the one you're talking about. But I would think that's the only one you're talking about yeah. because, but, I, yeah. yeah, he's a he, very uh, played a very important role in your life. Man. Oh yeah, 100. percent um, He uh, he uh, he owns a packaging company, so he packages um, Energizer batteries, string cheese, milk, cornflakes, Pringles. Uh, you guys probably have stuff in your kitchen right now that's packaged by his company. Hot Cheetos? Probably got stuff back here in, in Bubba's spot, you know okay. what I'm saying, right. packaged by, by his company. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a man of faith. He's a believer. And what he does is he's, the reason why he calls himself coach is because he doesn't consider himself a pastor or an evangelist. He coaches you in the things of the Lord. Mm. And he says, so you're the team, I'm the coach, and I want you to win as the team. Right. And what he does is he demonstrates a scripture so you can see it and not just hear it. And it hits you that much harder mm -hmm. because you were able to see it and not just hear it only to get it that much more. I now, like was, was and, Coach the gentleman, not to cut you off, oh, was this ahead, the gentleman that uh, – because it was interesting, just to sum it up, I, I, I know you met a certain female. Uh, and this is kind of when you got introduced to uh, Christianity, right? In 2008, was it? No, when I was, uh, when I was, uh, third, uh, when I was uh, 15, I'm sorry. When I was 15. 15. So you met a girl and she brought you home to her family, correct? Was that Coach? No, 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 no. Coach didn't come on into my life until 2008. That's where I Okay, I got the two gentlemen mixed up then. Because no, the guy yeah. that had a conversation with you... A three-hour conversation with you. And oh, no, no, that's that. another guy. Woo, you had some people bringing Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, trying no. to get into that, uh, you know what I mean, that, that, that segment you trying there. to switch it over? <laughs> I, I want to, yeah. I like the coach method, though. Yeah, yeah the coach. No, I, yeah, I, um, I can show you guys a demonstration later so you can just kind of get an idea of something, see something that you've probably never Hell yeah. seen it from that point of view ever yeah. before in your life. Because that the evangelical like type of topic, it kind of turns people off because it's like, oh, you're trying to impose your, you know, Christianity on other people. When it's like, when you talk about it in general terms, then you kind of see what the hell, you know, is really the point of everything, right? So, I, I think that's that's the better way to go about it, the coach way. <laughs> well, you can't be general either, just for the fact that you got to let them know what it's coming from. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. You're right. You're right. Because uh, you know. The devil's happy with one thing, and his number one thing is if he knows that you don't have a relationship with God, he's happy enough with that because he knows that you're going with him yeah. instead of God. And, um, you know, there's points that could be made on that, whatever. But, no, I never push my belief upon anyone else. Mm -hmm. And anyone who believes what they believe, I respect. That's what you do. But if that's how you want to believe, cool. I'll believe the way I believe. Right. You believe the way you believe because at the end of the day, it's our own life and our own decisions that we yeah. make for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I never push my belief upon anyone else. That's funny, too. Like, sometimes I trip out. Like, I don't force nobody to follow me on my Instagram. My Instagram's organic. Mm -hmm. There's no paid followers on there. There's no, <laughs> yeah. nothing like that's all. You ain't even got the verified blue check. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I you don't do. mean nothing now, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody get that. All my work down the drain, bro. Yeah. There's the real Noel G with the blue uh, check mark out there somewhere, right? You got the gold check. That's I, why. Yeah, they, that's that what they're going to do now. That's their next move, yeah. right? That's a good one. The gold She's one. She's dropping some gems, too, right here. <laughs> Give her a bomb already. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> she, got, she got more than me. I feel like it's a contest. No. Now. No, I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing. I'm, that's a joke. That's a joke. I'm playing. I'm playing. So Coach but, was the man. Yeah, Coach was the man for that reason that I said already. Okay. Um, but the short story is uh, when I was 15, 
I met this girl. I was homeless at the time. Yeah. And she asked me a question. She said, how come you always wear the same clothes and I never seen where you live? So I told her straight up, parents left me, blah, blah. She took me to her house. Her dad was a pastor for a church. So he ministered the word of God to me, took me into the home. Yeah. And um, I was living with a family who was serving the Lord. And it was the first time ever that I saw structure and order mm. and love in a home because I never seen that before. And, uh, you know, I was like, man, like this is like a real good family. Right. You know what I mean? Because of their, their values. Well, especially and, coming and, from your situation. Yeah, and to see that, you know, and that's, you know, I think yeah. to keep it real, even the tough guy who plays the tough guy, they everyone wants love. You know what I mean? Right. So long story short, um, I'm just keeping it 100. When Hollywood kicked off, I said, thanks, God, for giving me what I need. I don't need you no more. And I went and wilded it out. You were a part of some of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, don't put me in yeah, that man. moment. I wasn't there in 2015. We partied a few times, bro. Right? So yeah. You're the one who hooked me up with some of the clubs back then. It was all Sick a dream. Ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> a little sinning, a little winning. It was a dream that became a reality. No, bro. <laughs> Here, here's but, the deal, man. But but go on, finish your story. Oh, no, I'll get it, into mine a little bit. No, I, go ahead. Dude, I see similarities because, you know, I... This game will fuck you up regardless. You know, whether you're a rapper, whether you're an actor, it doesn't matter, bro. We've all been through there. We've all been our highs, our lows. We've had the fattest checks. We've had the biggest drugs. You know what I'm saying? They're out there, and it's up to you to make that choice to do that. I had a strong addiction in 04, 05, 06, 07, bro. And I've said it before on the podcast, but I got to the lowest point in my life to where I didn't know where to go. I didn't know I was done. I was ready to go see a fucking therapist, you know, a counselor, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. But the homie brought me to church. He said, nah, don't worry about that. Come with me. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, just just come with me, man. He goes, we're going to go to church on Sunday. I was like, all right, dope. I was already open to it. I said, man, I can't, you know, I'm not, can't get any lower than that. I go, let's go. So he, he took me. And, yeah, bro, there's where, you know, I did the walk and, I, you know, I accept Jesus Christ in my, my heart. And from that day on, bro, I was in my Bible, bro, for a year straight from beginning to middle to end. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it was I started learning new things, getting, you know, reading into my book. And, and then I noticed everything around me started changing. I was on the radio playing. I remember the song and I've said this. I was playing around when Lollipop came out with Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a very provocative, you know what I'm saying, song. And I'm like, I would cringe. Because here I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm getting used to a, another world, you know, or not, I wouldn't call it a world, but you know what I'm saying, and, and, and going to church and, 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 and listening to, Chris, you know, Chris, I started getting into Christian rappers, you know, Lecrae and all these other cats, and I'm like, man, these dudes are dope, and my whole playlist was just that, and it became that, so it was hard for me to play music on the secular level. So that that's why I'm kind of like following along, you know, your path, and I and I see similarities, bro. Because there's always something that that's gonna bring you, will will bring you there, and I think you know it will be eventually, whatever your higher God is, whatever. Not to get you know, not religious, but just you know, somebody is gonna bring you to your knees one day, and that that happened for me, as I'm sure it did for you. Yeah. So yeah. I mean. You know, everybody's got a story. Everybody's been somewhere. And I always think it's always has to do with our past, bro. Everybody's got a past, bro. And there's some shit that I've gone through that I haven't even Released. I haven't even told yet. <laughs> and I know it's coming sooner or later. But there's some shit. Uh, yeah, that yeah. It plays yeah. a lot to how, you know. And, you know, the older you get, 
you reflect more on, on, on that as an older and as an adult, bro. Your, your past always comes back up. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that. No, that's cool, man. That's some. There's some stuff you got in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got you, dog. Maybe the book. You know, come out the book later. You know what I'm saying? You know, we'll see. You <laughs> right, know. right. But uh, no, nah, bro, I, I, I feel your story. And, but and you letting that stuff out will always help someone else in their situation. Yes, yeah. and let you know you're not alone, bro. Yeah, and that that's where that's where you know you just gotta have no shame. It's just you know we did stuff when we weren't you know really thinking or just not caring. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were making unconscious decisions mm -hmm. and we were wiling out. Yeah. And it just is what it is. And then, you know, there's a point where a transformation starts to take place. Mm. And that's why we need God, because we can't do it on our own strength. He's our power source. He's what keeps us connected. And when you do something, when you fall in love with God, mm. you can't do it in private because you know that you can't get away with nothing from him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yep. that's what keeps you straight. And that's why people got to fall in love with God. Yeah. Because once they're in love with God, then they know that they can't get away with nothing, even mm. in private. We can fool people and, you know, all day long yeah. and whatever, but you can't fool God. You know what I'm saying? And when you go to sleep at night. So, yeah. yeah. And what's even crazier, and you start thinking like your, your, your life's already, how they say your cards are already laid out. Well, I tell. I, you know what I'm saying? Well, nah, you don't. You, you what do you mean? No, you lost me there well, a little bit. Well, in terms of he, he already knows what's going to happen. Like your destiny? Your, yeah, he, but he, no, but, that but, doesn't. But your choices make a. a but that's where people got it. Uh, I heard you say something about yeah, your choices. that's where people got it mixed up. It's God knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he already knows what you're going to do in your life. Yeah. Meaning if you're going to go downstairs or upstairs. Mm. But he didn't write your You're not a puppet on some strings. Mm -hmm. You still got the free will. Yep to decide what your life is going to be, but right. him being God just knows what you're going to decide and do already. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's all. It, people think like that. They're like, oh, well, if God already knows I'm going, well, God knows that because he knows that's the choice and the trap you're going to fall into. Yeah. But if you decide to not be in that trap and you decide you want to go to heaven, you can do that. Just God knows what decision you're going to make in the end. That makes sense. Was there a point where you walked away from at that point? Like, I know you said you mentioned with the girl situation. She took you in and you're like, I got to Hollywood. Now, at this point. No, that's what I'm saying. That, when, the, when the money came in and, yeah. you know, I, I saw the short skirts in the party and I said, thanks, God, for giving me what I need. Oh, I don't need you no more. You were talking to God. And then, Ooh, yeah, I was talking shit. to God. And then right. I went and wild out for like 20 years straight. Ooh. And then 2008 is where I came back. And we're like, enough was enough. Yeah. And I said, you know, and and the way that you know someone is really genuinely serving God to be 100 is when there's a transformation in their life. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of people saying, oh, I love God and I'm serving God. There's no transformation in their life. And they didn't go from this to that. And you question really, like, are you really and serving God see. and loving God? And people see, especially the people that know you, that you've grown up with. They see your transformation. And well, that, but, uh, that's but why you, I'm on this. Uh, you can't be that guy, though, drinking and then, you know what I'm saying, and then preaching the word either. We, I mean, you can, but you're just a hypocrite at that point, and you're less credible. Fuck <laughs> that. You, when, when you're, when you're, the, yeah. This is the best way I heard it uh, said. When you're serving God for real, for real, you don't want to do things that put yourself in question mm. of serving God. So like she was saying, if you're drinking or smoking weed, and no judgment, because I did it. Right. Yeah. No better than anyone. I'm just saying, but when you're serving God genuinely, yeah. you try to do things that keep yourself out of question of 
is that guy really serving God or is that girl really serving God? Yeah. Because they're still doing some things that were in their old character. Right. That are not in their new character, but they still claim in the same. Yeah. And and when you serve God genuinely, there's a transformation that takes place. Again, like I said. Yeah. Where you go from this to that. That's Makes crazy. sense. And it's not easy to give no, up it ain't. those, you know. <laughs> no, no, it's not. But that's why, you know, the closer you get to God mm-hmm. and the more you fall in love with God, it becomes easier yeah. to stop some of the things that you know you shouldn't be doing. You're right. And, th- and yeah. this is another thing with the drinking, you know. I'm just going to keep it real. So this is where drinking becomes a sin, is when you let it start influencing your decisions. Mm. See, because now you're under the substance mm-hmm. of a liquid, that has now influenced you to do something that you wouldn't have done sober. Mm-hmm. And it's more easier to fall into like, oh, I'll go do that or I'll go do this because yeah. I'm drunk and buzz, so why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? But you knew what you were doing before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I met a pastor one day and he said it like this. And, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to decide what you're going to accept and not accept. So I asked a pastor one day because when I got saved, I had all those questions. I drink in a sin and smoke in a sin. I want to know it all. Like, lay it on me, right? And uh, the pastor told me like this straight up. He said, um, he said, look, when I'm with my wife alone, we like to have a glass of wine and have a romantic dinner. But he goes, here's the difference. I'm not drinking to get buzzed and I'm not drinking to get drunk. Mm-hmm. And I'm not drinking to where I get to the point where it starts influencing us to have different decisions that we wouldn't have while sober. Oh, I got you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're with the right company. Well, he was with the right companies with his wife, a loved one, a trusted one, right? You're not just out here. Well, there's another catch, too, you know. Oh, me and my wife be getting battled all the time. (laughs) I'm in the right company. And no judgment, bro. I just want this to be known. No judgment on my side. Nah, we just conversing, bro. Yeah, do do what you do. I got no judgment because I'm no better. You know, I drank, I smoked, I done it all. Yeah. Been there, done that. But um, the other thing is, too, you know, that you got to remember is you can't do something that helps your brother or sister stumble. Right. So if someone has a problem with alcohol, it might not be a good idea to put alcohol into their face. And the reason why Christians say certain things is you don't want to put yourself in an environment where it's easier to fall. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you hit in the club, yeah. it's, it's, I was gonna it's say, harder. Cause in, it's in, harder to, it's not a sin going to a club. Yeah. But the reasons why we just advise against it is because when you're at the club, it's easier to most likely yeah. drink and smoke weed. And, right. And I remember in 04, you, I used to work, we did the Club DVA in Hollywood, right? And I used to go out there, and that's when, about 2006 is when, you know, I came to the Lord, and that's when I just gave up to everything. I went sober for two years, man. I did it for two years. But I would still have to do this club. So I was going to the club, ordering me, what do you want to drink? I was like, what the fuck am I going to drink now? I'm like, uh, give me a cranberry juice, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I was sitting there cramming. I'm fucking leaving the club every week and bloated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, shit. And I'm like, but that went on for so long, for so long, for so long. And I was like, cool, all right. You know, and, and don't get me wrong, bro. I sat there like a, I was a stickler, bro. I was like fucking, I wasn't able to, I wasn't myself. You know, rocking the mic. What's up, man? You know, like. Like you would after a couple of drinks. That's what it took me to do. And I would just go there. In the first couple of hours, I would just like watch all these other people in front of me get drunk. And you know, you're like, you feel like you're the boring one or you've just, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nah, this is my job to keep them hyped. So I would do what I had to do. And then one shot came. And I was like, ah, it's just a little shot. Just you know, one. You, you take that one little first shot. Oh, I was just a shot. It's not a full freaking whatever it was. And that was one weekend. Just had a shot. 
and then the rest of the night water cranberry juice and then boom there's where it starts bro and they, they say all it takes is one man a little bit and then you feel okay You're like oh i'm okay i'm okay let me test it more test it more before you know it bro yeah, i was back drinking that motherfucker yeah yeah but you know what it was it was the relationship with god at the time that kept you straight and that's why you felt the conviction in your life yep because when you have that relationship with god we don't got to tell you yeah god himself will tell you don't do a b and c yeah and then it's up to you to make that decision to care or not care to listen to him or not yeah to follow through shout out to a goonster the realist they said stay sober-minded and that's that's i like that phrase sober-minded because you're clear-headed you know you're able to make your own decisions and be smart about shit. dr dander said then and then the tequila called him back right <laughs> don julio back i mean two years sober that's pretty good though because shit it was tough man i mean especially being in the industry you know what it is but the more like you said the more i was involved with him it was it was this didn't really so there was affect. a word on the street you used to do bible studies yeah how'd you know <laughs> yeah oh no i didn't yeah i did hold him I, I, oh, was, held I held him at my house because I had my boy Tech. Shout out to DJ Tech, who was my boy, and, and his brother Pro, and then another homie, Cam. We would all meet at my house at Tuesdays. And we'd have, you know, it was a men's Bible study mm. at my house that we just, we, we had. I'll tell you this when I was heavily in it. We would, we would just meet there. And then there were some that uh, down the street, the local church, I'd go on Wednesdays for men. You know, um, they had men's comments, like breakfast type stuff in the morning and did all of that, bro. And it was, it was, before you knew it, I was on Fridays at the other, instead of being in the clubs, I was at the homie Cam's house and him and his wife and my girlfriend at the time. And then, you know, we brought the ladies and it was poet <laughs> after that. It was deep, bro. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, I got, I got a little word on that. So that's why I was like. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Birdie told you that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's so the ODM like, over here, homie. He's like, at the club with it. That was some of the stuff in the attic I pulled out. That's crazy. That's crazy, G. Yeah. No. Shout out to Patrick D, man, for that 999. If God could answer one prayer, what would it be? I'm, I'm assuming that's for you, bro. If God can answer, it would be the prayer that you're praying for. <laughs> you know, but some people have to know that when people pray, God cannot bless disorder. So if you're living your life out of order and you want all the blessings, that's why the blessing hasn't come in yet because God can't bless what's out of order. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once you start putting yourself back into order, taking care of one problem at a time, that's when the blessings start happening yeah. for yourself. So, you know, it's a difference between praying for something like, God, help me with this, help me with that. But what people forget is you got to work the prayer mm -hmm. and actually physically do it yourself. It's like going to the gym. You know, when you go to the gym at first, you hate it. Yeah. But when you go and you start seeing the results, you love it and well, it we, just becomes you. We tried that, Moon. That didn't work for yeah. us, bro. Yeah, I know. I we wasn't loving nothing like about Philippe, it. Like uh, Sparza said, <laughs> we just got bad credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? You got to take Shout action, out to my though. Boy Felipe because he said that. But, yeah, I mean, it's. But that, that's just how it is. And, you know, at the time you were doing all those things, you were genuinely in a relationship with God. And that's why you had 
the conviction, and that's why you felt weird at the club and weren't really able to do what ODM used to do because now you had that relationship, right. and now you got the knowledge of knowing what's right from wrong. Yeah, and that that's why even the Bible says that you're better off sinning without the knowledge of God because mm. when you're when you're sinning without the knowledge, you're not even accountable. Yeah, but once you know right from wrong, now you're that's accountable. Yeah, so. And, Ooh, and, and that carries with you throughout the year today, homie. Like, and it's good because God's calling you back. He wants you back in that relationship, but that's ODM's decision. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, we remember God don't walk away from us, man. We walk away from Him. God never ever left us not once. It's us who leave Him, and that's what I'm saying. Like this, this is how I tell people, and I keep it super short. I give them four steps. I tell them like at the starting, I tell you like this. I would tell you straight up, straight out, don't even trust God right now. Mm. I'd tell you straight up, don't even trust, just get to know him. And once you get to know him, you'll start to trust him. And what do you do when you genuinely start trusting someone? Start yeah. having love for him, right? Yeah. And then what do you do when you start having love for him? You eventually fall in love with him. Mm. And when you fall in love with God and you do those four simple steps, that's how God will keep you straight and keep you out of what he knows that you're not supposed to be in. Because you're allowing him to guide you, be a part of your choices yeah. and your decisions. That was crazy. And that's why I always oh, tell people, like, God's way is better than our way. What's crazy is I literally was going to give everything up. I was this point of quitting KGGI. Damn. That's how deep I was in, in my rate. And that was the only career that I had at the time. I wasn't really touring or anything. I almost just got up and left because I was told he'll put it in you if 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 if, he, if that's what he wants to do he's gonna let you do it make your own decision i will but and i just felt that coming like damn i thought like i'm like well, what am i gonna do am i gonna do christian radio am i gonna I, you know what i'm saying i am ain't gonna, gonna lie bro i'm gonna keep it you know 100 what I'm I, I got two quick things bro if you're serving god for real yeah and genuinely and in full integrity yeah i'm just gonna tell you straight up straight out you're not gonna be the most popular person <laughs> yeah period yeah but you'll know who really loves you for you as opposed to who loves you for, you know, whatever else. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, But there's other people that were like, look, maybe he wants you to stay. Yeah, maybe because he wants calling. you to be a light for, for, for the people that are and that And that's where you use strategy and wisdom and you figure out how to incorporate God into whatever it is you're doing. Mm -hmm. Interesting, man. That's so dope. I actually wanted to ask you something, Noel, going back to where you said, like, you know, you kind of got saved and then acting took off and you're like, thanks, God, but now I'm going to go do this. Did you have any, like, moments during that time where you, quote unquote, like, turned your back on him that, like, you just had just uprooting moments? Because I, that's one of the things that I've heard kind of been preached before where it's like, if you make the sacrifices, you know, you, you take action in order to receive those blessings from God, but if you turn your back and you don't, it, you don't, you're not grateful for it anymore. He'll be like, mm, take that shit back. Like, oh, you know, you're not showing that gratitude anymore. Uh, so I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take your gifts back. Did you ever have a moment like that where it's like, I don't know, maybe you fell out in acting. You, you were, I don't know, you didn't have jobs for a minute. Pull the reins back on you yeah, a little bit. Like you got into some trouble that you weren't thinking was gonna yeah. happen. And you felt like Setbacks. you weren't serving. You know. Well, yeah. No. God will never take a gift from you. Mm. It's just if you decide to use that gift that he's given you or not, mm. you take it from yourself. That's a lie of the enemy that wants you to believe that. Mm. So you get into a spot where you feel like I can't be used no more. It ain't going to happen no more. I'm not meant to do this no more. God will never mm. take something back that he give, he's given you. 
It's us who lose it by doing what we decide to do because we got out of alignment with God. So that's just number one on that. And then number two, not kind of saved. I was saved. There you go. Sorry. But what happened was I just decided to walk away because I saw the glitz, the glamour, and the money. And I was like, I'm going to go rock with that, you mm-hmm. know? And I always tell people it's kind of funny. So me, uh, me and my ex-wife, we had an inside joke. We used to say that if you're serving God for reals, we said, welcome to the boring life. <laughs> and that's why a lot of people can't serve God and don't serve God because of what it is that they have to give up. Yeah. And the world that they love so much that are their vices that are holding them down. Mm-hmm. If you would have stayed in the radio station at the time and yeah. you would have done what God told you to do, you would have seen and known what he had in store for you. But you never got to see that. Because you decided to do it ODM's way instead right. of God's way. Right. When God was trying to take you on another path, mm. but you decided, God, I don't want your path. I'm cool where I'm at. Yeah. And that's why your life, you know, you know what I'm Kinda, saying? Yeah. But Back you never know. It, yeah. It could have been much more, if, you know. Right. A, a good book to read is uh, the guy who created Hobby Lobby, mm. that store Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. He goes, he's a billionaire. He was the stupidest person in the world, but he said, I got everything that I have because I just simply did one thing in my life. I simply did what God told me to do. Mm. And if you just keep on listening to God and just simply do what it is that he's telling you to do, allowing him to take you on that journey slash path, you'll see that, you know, oh, damn, like I didn't even know this or that or that could happen and is happening. Yeah. You know, when we do it. So there was a time where I was saved. But like I said, I never made that type of money. Mm-hmm. I walked away from God. For 20 years, I was wilding out. You were with me or something. Uh, we had the Will you stop bringing me into your uh, <laughs> we had the affairs? Table. We had the table. We had the bottles. We had the 20 girls, the whole deal. It's 20 And it was fun. You know, the Bible says sin is pleasurable, but there's a consequence to that pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a consequence to that sin. That one night could have been the most funnest night in your life, but three weeks later, you found out it was the worst night of your life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So right. long story short, oh, yeah. I was in this tug of war. Because now mm. I was partying knowing the truth of God. Mm-hmm. And that's what always made me like, man, I got to come back to God and stop this stuff. But, you know, here we go with another girl and another night of fun mm. and another night of acting a fool. And I ain't going to lie. I love that. I love that. I love that. But at some point, enough was enough. And then in 2008, that's where I said, you know what, God, I'm not playing with you no more. I'm going to go all in. And I went all in. Mm. And there was a transformation in my life. I went from being a male slut whore, a gambler, a drinker, smoking weed, fighting, cussing, to a married man. Never walked in a casino for seven years. Never drank for seven years. Never smoked weed for seven years. I can't say that I didn't cuss. (laughs) I did cuss, but not as much. Mm. And the difference with sin that people got to know is um, it's not a sin to be tempted by the sin. Cause you're always going to think about it. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a sin to think about it and it's not a sin to be tempted by it. It's a sin when you actually go and do it, mm-hmm. when you act on the temptation, mm-hmm. when you give into the thought and then do it for real. That's the sin. See, I used to but, hear that, that scripture all the time where they'd say, you, you Cut your eye out if you're looking at a woman or something. I don't know how that goes. I mean, well, people, if you think of lust or something the, the like that, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit, you better cut no, my eyes out the, now, boy. Take the speck out of your own eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the that catch part. on that is the first look 
uh-huh. is not your fault. Yeah. You can't help what's in front of you. Yeah. If you're walking and you see the girl go in front of you, that's, a that's not girl. a sin. Yeah, it's, it's, not the, a it's the second look that's the, the right, sin. Right, right. When you look at the girl, and, you're like, and then you're like, damn. <laughs> that's that's the sin. But the more and closer you get to God, yeah, I, I haven't mastered it yet, bro. I still do it to this day. <laughs> I'd be a hypocrite if I said I did. It's a yeah. beautiful well, woman out man. there. We're men. I mean, I, you know, I get it, and that's what I'm saying, and that's why you know. But the closer and closer and closer you get to God, what I'm getting at, yeah, the easier and easier and easier it gets to let go of certain things in your life that you shouldn't be doing, and that's why I'm saying the closer you get to Him. Mm the easier it is to let go of certain things that, you know, you know you shouldn't be doing. Two important things I want to bring up, and you mentioned uh, 2008. Okay, earlier in the conversation, you said my uh, ex-wife. Was that Tomasa? Yeah. yeah. So you guys met in 2008, somewhere around there, right? And you guys kind of started, you guys got saved together. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. And uh, you got married shortly. I don't know if it was after that or whatever. You guys had a daughter together? No, no. I had no kids with her. No kids with her. Okay. Yeah, so, we didn't want kids because we're always traveling. So you've been married once or twice? Twice. But I don't count my first marriage. Okay. So this, Tomasa, are you yeah. still married? No, no, no. So I, so I got... Th- this, okay, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the second thing has something because I noticed you said seven years. Seven years. Yeah, yeah, well, that so, would have made it 2015. No, 2015, so. I got a divorce. So are we, we turn it up tonight? Is, that, I, where, is <laughs> that what you're saying? Like, that's just stop in 2015. I know, right? <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying is I've seen the truth of God in my life. And then in 2015, I ain't going to front. I got into a divorce and I was down and out, bro. Like straight up. I thought I lost my whole world because I can honestly say that I was genuinely in love with this girl. Like 100%. That's why when you ask me if I ever fell in love and all this stuff, yeah, on I've only been in real love two times in my whole life. My first love ever was a girl named Jackie, and my second love ever was a girl named Tomasa. Every other girl in my life was just a whatever, yeah. you know, just fun and wilding out type stuff, right? Right. Tomasa was real, like 100% real. And in 2015, I ain't going to front. We got a divorce, and... Uh, I wanted to commit suicide. Like, I thought my life was done. I thought it was over. I went to um, the beach, and I was, uh, I was crying. I was bawling. I was like, what just happened in my life? Like, I thought my whole life went backwards. Did you make an Instagram? I mean, I know you make a lot of Instagram videos, but did, did you come to light? Like, did you come to truth on an Instagram video yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. about it? I remember that. I talked publicly about this. Was I that 2015 care, when it first happened? <laughs> when you know who you're dying for, you just yeah. don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. yeah. If Go I ahead. get shot right now, I don't yeah. care. That's right. Because I know where I'm going. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, Give me a not, mirror, mirror, mirror. Not one person out there can get you into heaven, but you and your, but God and God only. Okay. But, um, Anyways, yeah, just to give the short story, 2015. Yeah, if you want to go see what I admitted, you got to go down about 300 posts yeah. on my Instagram. Right. But you got to go back in the day. But long story short, I I um I, I got a divorce, and uh, I I was just down. So I did three things in one night that I didn't do in seven years. I went to a casino. I had never walked into a casino for seven years. I don't claim perfect, but what I can honestly say is in 2008 to 2015, what I can honestly say in integrity is I wasn't a hypocrite and I was 100% real about God. I was in my walk and I was, I was gung-ho. 
at the time like you were, and then we fell back. Yep. You know, we backslid. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening was because in that seven years, I thought about cheating, but I didn't cheat. I thought about gambling, but I didn't gamble. I thought about drinking, but I didn't drink. I thought about smoking weed, but I didn't smoke weed. thought about all those things. Be a liar if I said I didn't. The difference was I didn't do it. Right. When you're so busy in the things of God, you don't got time to sin because you're Mm -hmm. busy doing what God's telling you to do. So long story short, in 15, I I lost my marble, man. I, I wanted to commit suicide. I was down and out. I thought my life was over. I thought my world turned upside down. I thought everybody in the world hated me. Because you know that feeling when the closest person doesn't like you, you feel like everyone hates you at the yeah. same time? Yeah. So I was like right there. And um, I did three things in one night that I didn't do in seven years. I went to the casino. And even when I went to the casino, this was the craziest part. You won. No, no, this is the craziest. I know, right? I wish. No, I, oh, I threw money away that night. But this is the craziest part. When I went to the casino seven years later, there were people there from seven years ago who were still there. Damn. Yeah, it was like coming to a reunion. <laughs> I walked in, and they were like, Noel, what's up, dog? They're like, you're back. I even had people tell me straight up. They're like, dude, I, I thought you turned Christian. Like, I heard you don't come to the casino no more. Mm. I haven't had people tell me that. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I go, I just got in a fight with my wife. I go, I'm just here to play some poker and, like, just get my mind off of things. And one guy goes, well, you're back, dog. You got to have a shot. Yeah. I said, all right, cool. And like, what happened with you? Yeah. I took a shot. I took another one. I got drunk. I I had sex with the cocktail waitress. I was paying like $100 a beer, probably like $1,500 in her pocket. (laughs) And um, I did three things I didn't do in seven years in integrity and one night I went backwards like that. Mm. What brought you to that point, though? Was it the divorce? was the fight that we got into. Was oh, the, the fight, that's gotcha. what I'm, But this was like, I call it explosion night. Mm. We got into like a major fight that night. And it was, um, it was bad. It was nasty. It was like, it was like, it was so bad that the neighbors called the cops. That's what ended up happening. But here's my thought. You guys are both into, you know, your, your, your not religion, but you know what I'm saying? Your, your Christianity, your walk with God, both of you guys, because that's how you met. I don't know if it, fell off or, or, or one person fell off or not, if you guys were still there in this time, you would think that... Uh, Everyone has problems. No, and I, I get, get what you're no, saying. I get it. Yeah. I, but, but, but you chose to... Go off the grid and... Go that way instead of going into your book. Yeah, I backslid, bro. Yeah, because I crazy. was... I back. I was... That was a rough time in my life. 2015 was probably one of my worst years in my life ever that ever happened. Mm. So... Um, nothing bad, but it was one of those nights where we had to make a hard decision. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those nights we had, you know, no work, no vacay. Like we were, it was just a day where, you know, chill, whatever. So I said, Hey, I said, we got to talk about something that's been, you know, bugging me a little bit. We were youth pastors at the church mm. and, uh, that escalated, escalated so much that the neighbors called the cops. I had five police officers at the door and they were like, you got to leave. Damn. And I was like, and I, and, I, and I left. And I went to the beach, like I said, and I was crying, bawling out. And then something snapped in me. I said, I ain't no bitch. And, and I just said, you know, F this. And so I went to the casino just to be like, you know. And I got into my ungodly feelings. And that's why I did what I did. And, and then ever since then, it's been a struggle. But I've been getting a lot better now. Yeah. 
and now I'm coming back because I know God is the truth to keep it 100. You still have a relationship with Tomasa? Yeah, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. Dope. Yeah, yeah, we stayed friends. We're cool. Yeah. Damn. Just like that, yeah. But that's that's why I tell people like that's what people don't understand. You know, when you're when you're serving God, you're gonna have your ups and downs, mm -hmm. and that's why. You know the reason why I pick God, bro? I'll tell you this. I pick God for one reason and one reason only. Because when you really get to know him, he just makes sense. Mm. That's the bottom line, bro. When you really get to know him, he just makes sense. But until you get to know him, you don't know what he's telling you to do or not do because he don't make sense to you yet. And you're busy hearing everybody else's opinion about God. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's driving you nuts. Except listening to the one voice yeah. that matters. And that's what people have, you know, backwards. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I sometimes struggle with this decision making just based off that too. I mean, not just what you know, I got, but just like when it comes to, you know, me. Like I'll be hitting her. Yo, what do y'all think about this? I mean, from a brainstorming aspect. So I'll but give then you. You sometimes you let other people make your decision you for you. You got you to listen to the one voice and the one voice only. Mm. But I'll give you two quick things because you said this, bro. I heard you say religious and religion twice. So I just want to just put this out there just so it's been said. Mm. I don't believe in religion because religion is a, is a system that's just been created to divide. Right. And you feel like it's a system. If I can't keep up with it, why am I doing it? Right. It's, it's set up to control. And I believe in a personal relationship with God. Right. Because when you stand before God and I stand before God, mm. it's just going to be me and God. It ain't going to be me and a priest. It ain't going to be me and mommy and daddy, me mm. and my best friend. It ain't going to be me and whoever. It's just going to be you and God, and you're going to have to answer for yourself. Mm. And that's what people have to understand, that I don't even believe in religion because I believe in a personal relationship with God. Because religion is like a system anyways, and you feel like if I can't keep up with the system, why am I doing this? Right. You know, so that's number one. And then the second thing is um, God don't operate off of feelings. Because our feelings will get us into trouble. Mm. I feel like, you know, hitting the spot tonight. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I want to do this with so-and-so. I feel like God operates off the choice that you make because the That's choice the overrides the feelings. Yeah. And the choice will always keep you on the straight path because you don't let the feeling get the best of you mm -hmm. to do what you shouldn't be doing. You, does that make sense? No, absolutely. And mm. see, those are the points that I'm making. Like, when I started serving God... I had 30,000 questions. I said, why this? Why that? You know, like I said, I, I said, if I drink, is it a sin? If I smoke, is it a sin? If I do this, is that a you sin? You were that newbie. Can I not you were that this? newcomer. I... Like everything and, was. And once I started, you know, hearing the stuff, I was like, that makes sense. And that's why I chose God. There you hey, go, bro. man. Yeah, thank you for the clarification, because even myself, like, I don't know exactly all the words to use or not use, you know, and no judgment, yeah. no judgment, because I be backsliding all the time. Yeah, that's why I caught okay. myself. That's no, why no you notice I stumble yeah. when I say religious. And I'm a hypocrite Because I know that's times. not religious no, or no, different. No judgment on anyone, and, yeah. but see, these are the things that I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Until you know, you don't know. Yeah. I'll give you guys one example, and you'll get it with this. So let me give you one coach example. I Go take ahead. no credit. Let me do a coach example. I'm going I'm to make this I love the jams, man. Come on. So here's one, right? So, and I take no credit for this. I just want to let you guys know, like, what I learn mm -hmm. and what you learn, you apply to your life and you share, share, right? So let me just give you one quick example. Before you get into this, can we take some calls? Yeah, if you okay. want. Go can, ahead. can we throw the number up on the screen, Moons? Yeah, yeah, you guys want to call in? We got Noel G up in here, man, spitting some gems. I know you guys got questions, so the number's up there, 951-293-4180. Hit us. Go for it. Bro. No, let's do it. Let's do it. So 
I'll just give this one example, and then this is where you can hear it best. So when Jesus was feeding the disciples, he was going to feed them food. One of the disciples started washing his hands before he was going to eat the food. And Jesus walked up to him and said, why are you washing your hands before you eat the food? And the disciple goes, well, because he told me to. So he walked up to the second disciple mm. and he said, why are you washing your hands before you eat the food? And the second disciple said, oh, well, because he told me to. So Jesus walked up to the third disciple and he said, why are you washing your hands before you eat the food? And the third disciple goes, oh, because he told me to. Mm. So right then and there, Jesus realized something. The students were all listening to the students, <laughs> except the teacher, the uh. one who was teaching Mm. So he had to find a way to reverse that to show the students stop listening to each other and only listen to the one voice that matters, the teacher. Mm. So the way that he reversed it is he said, let it be more important what comes out of your mouth than what you put in your mouth. Mm. Because he had to show the students, you guys are hearing everybody else, but the one that matters the most. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. You're hearing all these other people's opinions except the one voice that matters the most. And that's why we all jacked up in the head yep. because we're listening and taking everybody's opinion in and everybody else's what they got to say except the one voice only that we should be listening to, which is him. Mm. Makes sense? Give me a banger. Give me a banger. Makes a lot of sense. Let's take this call real quick. Uh, let's pop them up. Kind of looks like it's coming from Riverside. You're on with Noel G, the Blockout Podcast. Hello? Hello? Oh, I think we lost him. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, my bad, my Vin bad, Dog my bad. Radio in the, Get in the that, chat. Uh, there you go, there you go, there you go. Aluminum foil and wrap hey. around the attack. <laughs> <laughs> That's old school movie. What's up, guys? What's crappening? It's DJ Pat D. Hey. Hey, DJ Pat D. Old school Jack Factory. What's up, big homie? <laughs> Dude, I just wanted to say, great show. Noel, I met you once in person at Toyota. Which, uh, you do a great job promoting there in uh, Covina. Oh, no, not Covina. Uh, what city is that? At Toyota? Oh, you got to put your headphones on, bro. Yeah, oh, sorry. I can't hear. No, hold on, Pat. He doesn't have his headphones oh. on. Put those on. Oh, my, my bad, dog. I okay, forgot. Okay. Yeah, we need that to hear him. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, anyway, I, I just want to say, guys, great show. I love you guys both, and we got to do uh, coffee or something sometime, uh, Mr. ODM. Yeah, Pat's been away way too long, brother. I see you out there busy, you know, working out in the community, still doing your passion. I, I love it, man, DJing. Go ahead and ask your question one more time. Noel can actually hear you now. He didn't. He couldn't before. Oh, yeah, I just said, uh, uh, Noel, I met you once at the Toyota. I think of uh, Claremont. That, uh, is my yeah, Claremont. Yeah, I met you one time. But uh, we communicated via, uh, I think, DM off Instagram. DJ Pat D, if that rings a bell. Okay, okay. But um, anyway, I just wanted to say love you guys. Great show. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, G. Thank you, G. Thanks for checking in, brother. Much love. There it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have some calls coming in, but uh, hit us up again. Numbers 951-293-4180. Hit us, Blockout Podcast, Noel G. Bro, how do you say your last name? Because I didn't want to butcher it. No, I don't say it. I don't say <laughs> it. Okay, never mind. That's why I say Noel G, and that's, that's okay, all okay. you get. All right, all right. That's a real story, man. I don't even know how to say it myself. I'm like, if you figure it out, let me know. <laughs>
Hey, shout out to Tortanator, our very own, who's missing today. Danny Boy's in the chat. He said, happy Monday of your life, ladies and gentlemen. Today is a glorious day to live in excellence with boundless enthusiasm, limitless that's integrity. That's not what Danny. Danny got hacked. Staying true to our vision with a heart full of love. Well, he's saying that because that's one of the affirmations the homie be saying. So Who? who him? Who's, who's all, no, the, our homie lights off. He be saying that. That's like his... His mantra, and he's, you know, a oh, man of God, too. Oh, is that we've been too. getting group texts all, all day today with those messages? Yeah, that's been the mantra, so shout out to, to them both. <laughs> all right. What's up, Tortonator? Let's see. Let's go to the phone lines right now. Um, hey, what's up? You're on with Noel G. Hey, it's on the way line. Oh Speaking man. of. It's our fourth member, the gold <laughs> member who's not oh, here. Love. His name's Danny Boy. What's up, Danny? <laughs> What's cracking, like, and we here live from San Diego. That's Congratulations, cool. man! Orange, orange, what's up? Hey, brother, we just we here. We are having a nah, great time. Good just, conversation. I know, bro. I'm, I'm tapped in through the headphones, but you know, I couldn't be there live. But you know, we 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 still showing love, and, and you know how it is, puppy. Whoopi <laughs> whoopi. <laughs> like this, do it. Don't ever call me puppy again, all right? Hey, hey. <laughs> Well, nah, we, nah, just showing love, you know, just calling in, checking in. Shout out to Noel G. Appreciate you for coming on the block out. Um, and we got a little Bobby right here, live and direct. His little boy. He's got a little boy. Oh, little awesome, right awesome, there, yeah. man. That's what's up. Anytime, man. Yeah, thank you, Jay. Hey, Appreciate you. Let me tell you guys right now. Let me tell you guys right now. Today is a glorious day to live it in excellence with limitless integrity. With a heart full of love, baby. You forgot that's boundless it. enthusiasm, my boy. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, that's why, that's why CC hey. is my go-to. Hey, hey. <laughs> tell the truth, dude. You've been on chat. AI, GPA, all, I all day, huh? <laughs> what in the AI? You know what it is? I've been hanging out with Lights Off. I've been hanging out with Lights Off too much. <laughs> Shout out to oh, Maine Ortega, man. Hold on. Shout out to Maine Ortega right there in the super chat. Noel, have you ever worked with uh, Michael Flores? I think that'd be a sick collaboration. All right, Thornton say hi to the uh, the hyena for us Mar and, and little baby boy. All right. All right, big dog. Much love. Appreciate you guys. Late. All right, Late. peace. Question. Yeah. No, we haven't. I I know him. He's a homie, but we never worked together. Okay. Who is he an art actor? Or? Yeah, yeah, he's an actor. I'm, I'm, I don't <laughs> yeah, know yeah. much. I don't watch much TV. You already know, like in the radio game, pretty much everybody know everybody. Yeah, yeah. same thing in the acting world. <laughs> That's, That's what's up, bro. So what, what? What other projects you got? Like cracking, like this this moment. I, I always see you post like in the works, in oh, the works. Like right, right now, the shit. Mayans, the Mayans. That's yeah. out right now. Um, just did a big one with uh, John Travolta and Quavo from the Migos. Oh, dope. That's gonna be dropping soon. And then um, just did a movie with, ah, uh, oh, man, uh, another one with, um, oh, with, uh, with I don't know, if Ryan Ochoa. And uh, he does, he was in that show. It's more like a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah, like my first Disney movie with uh, Ryan Ochoa. He's in I Love Carly. Like your kids might yeah, watch yeah, the yeah, show yeah. or whatever. My daughter yeah. used to watch it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that and some other stuff, man. I can't even think of it. Hey, you've been right all over the place. Around. I saw you were in um was it my you go to like meet and greets all over the world, huh? That's like that's like your thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Car shows, I'd be hitting them. Do I need yeah. these on still? No, you don't need them. Oh, yeah, okay. 
You look good with I them. Hear me, I hear me echoing there, and I can't talk straight. Oh. <laughs> you ain't got that rapper me. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're... I haven't mastered that yet, man. I, it's I weird to hear your head... voice. Yeah, I hate the headphones, bro. Because every time I talk, I feel like I hear myself echo. <laughs> I'm delayed. And I can't, and I can't talk right. You know what I'm saying? That's so, just me. I, I, I haven't mastered that. It's yet. all good. All good. So you were in Miami recently, right? Yeah. Right? No, I do a lot of car shows, uh, a lot of meet and greets. I, you know, just whatever people want to work out. We, we, I end up doing um, conventions. You know, like the comic conventions. Yeah, yeah. Do a lot of that stuff too. Weren't you out the country? Like, yeah, just was in Japan, bro. Japan is like, it's crazy out there. They're like 20 years ahead of us. It's straight up like living. (laughs) Straight up. Straight up like living in George Jetson world. No lie, no joke. Out there, they got a Starbucks machine that you could walk up to, punch in your order, like straight up put two sugars, three pumps yeah. of this or what and it comes out like that like yeah they're called vending machines bro they're, yeah. no no this is like a, this is like a super smart. vending machine with yeah, a cake smart bro. like no their stuff is their stuff a little more special bro no shit they got a train that goes 200 miles per hour they got a toilet that wipes your butt for you if you want you ain't even got to wipe your own butt all right no, lie, no joke yeah it's crazy out there but japan was one heck of an experience just to be out there and say i've been there yeah you only live once is right? that your try first to, time out there yeah yeah first time ever but oh shit try to do as much as you can right yeah. right and that was a bucket list anyways i always wanted to go to japan yeah so Same. i went out there for the car show and and they're 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 like they're in order out there bro like if they say you're gonna hit the stage at 3 30 yeah. you best believe homie you're gonna be on the stage at 3 30 dog straight out but um heck of an, and they're hella respectful out there yep they're hella respectful. Out we there. went in '94. Uh, that was back when Hey DJ. They don't was talk popping, to you bro. unless you talk to them. Yeah, absolutely. And they then it's almost like you, it's like it's crazy. It's almost like do they even culture. appreciate our music because they're more calm? Yeah, yeah. They're watching. You're the like, show. how do I get you to dance or do yeah. something? Yeah. Like, I and want you to. I watch it. They're like this. Yeah, they're like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, we got them. And, and then like, do it again, do it again. Right. Like, bro, we did Hey DJ like three times in one hour. Oh, I already know. I and already I'm like, know. they just wanted to hear that song. Japan's on a whole other page, man. But it was a good experience out there. That's a bucket list item, too, man, just to get out there, you know? Yeah. Japan was dope. Um, let's see here. Let's go to the lines. Uh, oh, he was there. Let me see. How many times have you had to travel overseas internationally for? A couple. Know? I went to Germany. I went to Japan, uh, Canada. Nice. Um, Switzerland, and that's about it. Canada's a tough one to, to get into. I know oh, it's like straight. Oh, I know, straight. man. I, yeah, got, I got held at the border, man. I was yeah. there for like seven, eight hours. Yeah, Same. stupid. Yeah, they Canada they, ain't I, they act, Dude, my cries were 20 years ago. They, they made me think I just did it yesterday. I'm like, did I do something on the plane that I don't even know about? I was like, damn. I'm like, I think I killed someone on the plane. They don't even know. Like, Yeah, they serious out there. Canada don't play. Let, let's pull up the phone. I think we got the homie Vin Dog. I see him on the caller ID. What's up, Vin Dog? What up, brother? <laughs> What's going on? I was just chilling right here with the primo, Noel G. What's cracking, man? Bro. Remember when No LG came and hung out with us at GGI back in the <laughs> old days? Yeah, I'm going to take a piss break. Hang on one second. I'm like, no. damn, man. Let's get into it, Vin Dog. What up? It's, it's Crystal. <laughs> I'm like... You forget all the hey. time we hung out, bro. Vin Dog's from the old school, so you, uh, hey, apparently you oh. did, y'all did uh, meet yeah, each other. Yeah, no, we, we used to chill back in the day. ODM got me into Yeah, the Noel clubs. used to stop by the station, yeah. And what yeah. happened, Vin Dog? Spill the tea. <laughs> no, I, I remember, <laughs> no, no, no. I remember going there twice, and then um, I remember we were wilding out. We went to a couple clubs together. We had the party bus. We did a couple things. <laughs> yeah, and as a, as a matter of fact, you and I were chopping it up in the production room when I was getting liners. And we were talking about how you were in uh, Bruce, Almighty, Bruce Almighty. Remember that one? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what's up. That's funny. Yeah, man, so I brought that up, and I was like, "Gee, like I've been on your show before because we've been knowing each other for a minute since like 
2000, 1999, right? Somewhere in there. Yeah, way back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what's up. So you man, oh man, it's good to see you doing it up there, bro. I love it. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate you, G. Thank you, bro. That's that means a lot. Thank yeah. Hell yeah. Heck well. yeah. That's what's up. That's so what's I'm glad up. you guys are. All, I'm glad you guys are online, bro. And uh, oh, DZ, you know how to do it, bro. So hey, well, take I, care of business. I'm glad one person remembered. <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. So wait, Vin. Vin, I'm probably he probably was descriptive about it, right? Not really. I no. Mean, where, where do we hang out at, Ben? Because I know me. He's saying we we turned up so many times, and I know you were part of that time. Just, oh, bro! <laughs> which club, which clubs did we hit? We we hit the Gotham right or something like that, or was it Metro? Was it Camacho too, or did we Camachos? Damn, the Camachos. Yeah, it was right. Camachos in Gotham. Okay. 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 That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Vin Dog was my road mm -hmm. dog back then, bro. Like, no, we, no, we I just, yeah. no, I remember. Yeah. No, I remember. I had every DJ at 99.1 living with me, bro, at that yeah, time. No. Like, yes. I was my bachelor at days, bro. That's when we hey, were but, catching but you know what? Oh, you and I have the longest. You and I have the longest reign, though, bro. Yeah. I remember, I'll never man. forget. I came home one day and Vin Dog, man, I was like late and this fool, like, was like uh down in a, a, a bottle of jägermeister bro and, and he had two chicks on him bro and I, i'll just leave it at that man i'm going all right homie way way to keep the house down man ready to hold it down bro by yourself big dog that sounds about right <laughs> i tell you you're those, crazy bro <laughs> those were back in the days though man don't start bringing up my shit i gotta go man dog <laughs> <laughs> love you big dog catch him slipping. all right love you too bro I'll god bless yes, you sir. too man peace out that's been dog right there bro no i'm telling you man that's crazy bro i know i'm like i don't know how you don't remember that we used to wild out noel i we were on another page <laughs> you're getting old brother I don't, know, man. I don't know what it is hello i'm old too but i remember some stuff what? right <laughs> what up what up what up ODN, the blockout podcast how y'all doing chilling man who's this it's Dr. Dandruff, man. Doctor, get on your head. Okay, I see you in the super chat. Say what's up to Noel, bro. Hey, Noel, what's up with you, man? What man, I, I, have some I had a question for you, my G. Uh, go ahead, player. You know, like, uh, hey, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see you, you know, what you, you know, how you transitioned and, you know, you said some, some key valuable things, you know, as far as, like, you know, like when you know God, you know God. Like you'll see the signs, and you'll and you'll get to understand them, which I I, I thought was was deep, was key. But like the question is, like for me, is like what, like out of all the scenes, like out of all the you know the, the the movies you've done, like do you have like one scene that that like propelled you to where you were like, you know what, God gave me this gift, and and I'm I'm gonna use it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, has God talked to you? Has God talked to you on a set? Is what I'm saying, like you know, in, in, in any 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 of your movies. I'm sorry, I can't even get the damn words out because that's a dope question. So deep. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, well, he didn't really. I didn't really hear. He was talking to me my whole life, but I didn't really start hearing and listening to him until I committed to him. And uh, once I committed to him and decided to go all in, that's where he started giving me visions and dreams and ideas that were different from the original visions and dreams and ideas that I had. It's like I had some visions and dreams and ideas, but with God, they were amplified and taught me how to be strategic and use wisdom on how to incorporate it into the business. And so, you know, just to give an example, sometimes I would be on a set and when you first get saved, it's kind of funny, you know, if you know, you know, when you first get saved, it's like, oh my God, I got to tell the whole world about Jesus, <laughs> but you're an unguided missile at the time, <laughs> but you're more effective 
when you get tamed and you learn and you understand and know his word on what to say, on what he would have you say, as opposed to what I would say myself. And a guided missile is more effective than an unguided missile. So as I started becoming an unguided missile, I started using strategy and wisdom on how to share the word of God on sets. And sometimes, you know, I'll be straight up, straight out. Sometimes God will release you to uh, let the word out. And sometimes he'll just tell you to shut up. It's not their time to hear it yet. And so, you know, that, that's, that's how you kind of get guided by God on when and how to release his word and to who and when. The right answer. Man, that's that's a beautiful thing, man. Hey, you said what? When and how? I'm always thinking when and how y'all mixtape gonna come out. I have been hearing through the grapevine. You be rapping though, while don't play with me. Yeah, you know the end. Let me find out you got something. Y'all got something I'm brewing. Gonna send, in the, I'm gonna send them the link to one of my songs because I, I. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> See, there's one I didn't find online. I posted that shit. Yeah, yeah, no. Hey, well, y'all have a good night, man. Hey, it was a blessing. You keep preaching, brothers. You keep doing you, man. You got a good head on your shoulder, man, and you positive for the rasa, man. ODM, man, love, baby. You already know how it gets down. Dan Druff, appreciate you, bro. One love, man. Thank you, brother. Give, Dan, give me some clappers. Thank you. You drop a gem for that. <laughs> good dudes right there. Numbers up, 951-293-4180. I know you're a busy man, bro. We're almost about to wrap it up. I just want to take maybe one or two more calls. I see Miss Carissa B in there. What up, baby West Coast? She's in the super chat right there. And, uh, yeah, just, just hit that number right there. I know we got some things we want to promote coming up in, uh, this weekend as well. We got some places we're going to be. Um, what else, brother? What else we need, to, we need to touch upon, man? I mean, the floor is yours. No, no. I mean, that was it. You know, I go off of the questions or whatever. I know yeah. we were chopping it up. But, no, nah, long story short, man, I would just encourage people to get into that relationship. And the relationship is what, you know, will keep them on a better path than the one that they might be on right now. And they'll be more so guided, you know, by, yeah. by the power source. It's but, hard to explain, right? You just no, gotta, no, you it's, gotta, no, it's not hard to explain. It's easy. It's just, that's what I'm saying. Once they get to know them, yeah. it's like your best friend, man. You you know, who's your best friend? My wife. Your exact 100. I love that. Yeah. That's the most beautiful answer. right yeah. there. <laughs> you, you know why she's your best friend? Cause you tell your best friend everything. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And that's what she got. And these are some of the things that you learn you know, with God, you yeah. get what I'm saying? And yeah. so that's my whole point. So if someone was to tell you something about your wife and that wasn't it, you'd be like, nah, hold up, man. Like I know my wife and I know what you're saying is not real. Mm. That's how you got to know God. So when someone else says something to try to detour you, be like, nah, I got a relationship with God and I know what God would tell me. Yeah. It's not what you're saying. So I know who I'm going to listen to, you nice. know, and then you know how to defend your, and that was one of the things too, you know, the, your real sword is God's word, knowing God's word. Um, when when Jesus fasted the 40 days, the first person who approached him was the devil. And this is when Jesus fasted. He was fasting so he could get into that clear line of sight to have a relationship with God, to hear directly from God what God was telling him to do on how to proceed in, in his walk here on earth. But after 40 days of not eating, not drinking, the first person to approach him was the devil. And the devil said, hey, turn this rock into bread. And Jesus was like, I can't use my power in this way. And, and the devil was like, why not? Like, you haven't ate for 40 days. You haven't drank for 40 days. All you're doing is turning a rock into bread. You're hungry. Just turn the rock into bread. Put a little something in your stomach. No mm -hmm. harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. And Jesus' response was, because it is written by my father that I cannot use my power in this way. 
So the bottom line is, is when something is not written by God or the word of God, the bottom line period, no matter how much someone tries to use intelligence, rationalize it or justify it, the bottom line is it's not the word of God. Mm. And you don't know that, though, unless you know the word of God to know how to defend, yourself to defend yourself in, in the word of God, mm. you know? And so, you know, I could, I could bang in the, st- I'm not saying I'm the craziest or whatever, but I'll leave on this last note. If we ending up, this is the biggest thing I want people to know. And I'll do it to you two right here. Just to give you, I, I'm not scared of nothing no more. I kid you not. I'm not scared of a car accident. I'm not scared of someone putting a gun to my face. I ain't scared of dying. I ain't scared of none of that stuff. That may sound crazy, whatever, whatever, take it as you will. But the point and the reason why I'm not scared anymore is because at the end of the day, when I die, I know where I'm going. Mm. And so when you know who you're dying for, you're going to ride it all the way out and not care what people think or say. And Jesus himself says, they hate the Jesus inside of you. They don't hate me. So don't worry about it. They don't hate you. They just hate the God that's inside of you. (laughs) So the way I tell people like this, but I will tell you two things straight up, straight out that I am afraid of. Two things only. These are the only two things that I fear the most. So I'll give you one more coach example. I take no credit for this, but let me just ask you guys a question. If someone came to your house, knocked on your door, and said, hey, let me inside your house. I just want to eat, and take a shower, and just get some food, rest for a little bit, and you never met this person before in your life, you going to let them in? Mm-mm. Why not? Well, I got kids in there for one, and I don't know this dude. Well, are you going to let him in? Hell no. I'm a female that lives alone. <laughs> I exactly. don't trust. I, I'm, yeah, no, trust issue. So here's my whole point. When you stand before God, mm. it's just going to be you and God, mm. and heaven is his home. Mm. Oh, and you're going to stand no. before Why him, gotta go there with that? and you're going to say, let me in. Mm-hmm. And the two things that I'm afraid of is God's going to say, I don't know you. I don't know you. Why and should that, I let you And in? that's why it's a personal relationship with God. Mm. So you want to get into heaven's home, mm. God's home, which is heaven. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I fear is God saying, I don't know you. Yeah. And he says, turn around and walk away. And you know where you're going? You go to hell. And hell, you burn for an eternity. It don't stop. It's not like you're going to burn for five years and be like, all right, I'm used to it. <laughs> no, you're going to burn for an eternity. Mm. So that's why, you know, God is your creator, your father. And that's why I encourage people, get into that relationship with God. Mm. Because the worst thing you want is yourself standing before God and him saying, I don't know you. And that, that's, how, that's what keeps you straight. Man, that's cold. <laughs> Man, that's a dope analogy, bro. Yeah. True speak. Hold on, this guy right there. Oh, you better listen to him. No, here we go, here we go. We take one more call, bro. Yeah, you got a call in on your life, though, G, man. You know God, and I know you struggling, ODM, straight up. Just by what you're saying, real talk with you, I know you're struggling, and I know you're on a back and forth, and that's probably one of the things you got in the attic. Mm. Ooh. (laughs) Because here's one thing that someone told me, and I'll never forget this, and we'll take this call. Go ahead. He said... When you know the truth of God, it's harder to go back into sin life because now you know the truth. You'll Convi- never conviction, brother. You'll never you'll never feel right doing it. You're on with Noel G. Blockout podcast right here, man. It's getting deep. Let's get it. <laughs> you got him pot up. What's up? Who's this? It's, it's a Pippin. Who? 
Es de Pepe. Es de Pepe. What's up, Pepe? Pepe? What's going on, man? What up, what up, uh, G? Uh, you hear about uh, Mel Gibson coming out with a documentary? Yeah. About uh, what's going on in Hollywood and all the Titanic stuff? Yeah. Uh, did you ever uh, see or experience or see any uh, Hollywood directors and people doing all kinds of weirdo stuff? <laughs> well, one truth that I know about Hollywood is that... Um, the Illuminati has a rule. And one of the rules that they have is that they have to say it publicly to the world before they do it. Mm -hmm. And how do they tell the world publicly? Through television shows and movies. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you know, The Simpsons, there's a lot of things happening there that are like, how'd you know back then? That movie on Netflix where the train derailed. So that's a rule of the devil that I have to say it publicly to the world before I do it in the world. And mm. so there's a wow. lot of things that That's crazy. There's a lot of things that go on in Hollywood and man, you called it the end, bro. You should have called it the start. Yeah. Let's go. Right. We, we cool. keep going. But long story short, um, that's why at the end of the day, you got to decide once again, like I'm saying, what side you're going to be on and what team you're going to pick. And uh, one thing that my pastor said that, you know, I'll just say it like this. He said, in these days that we're living in today, for real, for real, you're truly going to find out who are the saints from the ain'ts. Mm, <laughs> you're I truly like going to find out who's real about God and who's just talking about God. Mm. And there's a scripture where people say, you know, their lips are close to me, but their hearts are far from me. A lot of people talking about God, but their heart ain't really about God. Right. And it's proven in their lifestyle. So long story short... The documentary that's coming out with Mel Gibson and different things, he's exposing a lot of that stuff. And you're going to start to see when someone talks about God, what do they do? They got to discredit him. Hmm. They got to make him look like he's crazy, like he's a 5150, a Section 8. Why do they do that? Because someone who's crazy and a Section 8 and a 5150 and all these different things, you don't listen to them. You don't receive what it is they got to say. Right. So if I can make you look like a drug addict fool, even though you speak in the truth, even though you're not... I ain't going to listen to what you say, yeah. even though you speak in the truth. Yeah. Right. Well, they thought he was crazy in the beginning, right? That, uh, also about that's my uh, point. the mark of the beast. Uh, you know, you had an ice cube a year ago. They told him, if you don't get the vaccine, you ain't going to work. Mm -hmm. He goes, you know what? Keep your $20 million. I'm not getting the vaccine. But then you got Jimmy Fox. He's already wealthy. He was kind of forced to get the vaccine. Now he's blind. He's getting blood class. Yep. Who's that? He Jimmy Fox. Well, there's one thing that I, that I live by, and um, God said this. When, when God was ministering and he was traveling to share the good news of Jesus Christ, one of the disciples asked Jesus, he said, Jesus, if we're traveling from city to city to city and we're walking farther and farther away from our home, he goes, how are we going to eat? Where are we going to sleep? And Jesus said, are you not wise enough to know that if God takes care of the birds in the air, he's going to much more take care of you? Meaning that we're more important than a bird. So the way that I live and the reason why I don't care anymore, I don't care if I go homeless. I don't care if I lose a career in Hollywood because God's going to take care of me more than a bird. And I'll be okay no matter what happens. Again, it goes back to knowing who you're dying for. And that's why I don't worry about those things. So $20 million, $50 million, 
you can't buy your way into heaven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You have also that one football player, uh, Eon Dion Sanders. Uh, he didn't have his leg amputated because of blood clots. And he was promoting that in the football. He said, you can't play football if you don't get no vaccine. Now he got the vaccine. Now he's using his leg. Is that a kind of punishment? Dang. Well, one thing that you have to understand, brother, is that if you don't know the truth of God, the Bible is very clear that you can be <laughs> deceived. You can be manipulated. You can be tricked. You won't be able to see the truth because you don't know the truth of God to be able to see the truth. So the news media, the government, whatever you want to call it, they can uh, fool and deceive you. And um, that's why at the end of the day, you got to know whose words you're going to listen to, the world's or God's. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch the news anymore. A bunch of mentirosos. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you calling, brother. Thanks for tapping in this uh, evening. Yeah, he was going to open up a whole other can of worms because you get started on the one world government, the cashless society, the mark of the beast, and Woo! all that stuff. That's a whole other... Hell yeah. And, That's a whole other deal. It was an Ice Cube posted something today. I think I saw it on the Baker Boys, um, Nick and Eric's page. Oh, yeah, page. I saw it. I know what you're talking he's about. He's talking about gatekeepers and with this whole big three thing that he's been, you know, trying to push yeah. or he's been, you know, and he goes, we're going to do it with or without you, but the, it's the gatekeepers that are trying to keep us from growing. He goes, I wouldn't fuck with the NBA personally at all. He goes, that's, that's why I got my own thing. But it's the gatekeepers out there. And he was talking about doing a whole gatekeepers tour and, you know, just speaking to the people about that. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah I saw it. I saw it. Um, I'm trying to find it. At the end of the day, that's why hey, this is a new thing that I, well, not a new thing. I take that back. But this is something that and you know this, bro. I'm listening. Being in radio. This is how I tell people. I don't care what podcast you've seen, what interview you've seen what magazine you read, what news you've seen or whatever, if you don't know someone personally or were involved in the situation personally, right. you don't know a damn thing about it. Mm. 100. All Facts. you got is what's on front street. Mm. Facts. So all I know is what I know personally because I was either involved or know the people personally. But if I'm not involved personally or know the person personally it doesn't concern you i got no opinion and nothing to say on it amen to that bro that Fair goes back enough. to what you were saying you got to learn somebody first no what'd you say what would you, how did you say uh i said like, you got to do a heart, heart check, check and a personality and check first that's so true and man. that's that's my point with god once you get to know god and get a personal relationship with him you'll know directly what god is telling you as opposed to someone else what they're telling you we got another call here uh, from Houston, Texas, coming in right now. The Blockout Podcast, you're on with Noel G. Hey, what's up, Noel G? How you doing? What up, player? How you ODM, doing? how you doing? Chilling, boss. Oh, pretty good, pretty good, man. It's it's a blessing, dude. I can't believe I got I got on. But I just want to say, man, uh, I'm calling over here from Houston, Texas, Joe Hernandez. Everything you're saying, Noel, is, is, is a beautiful thing. You know, I'm in the middle of trying to find – leave my bad habits because uh, my third marriage you got a baby boy he's two years old and a 10 year old when uh, he was seven when me and my girl met I got a 23 year old and a 21 year old little girl and uh, you know I was young missing up still am but uh, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful we, we win a spiritual warfare I know that you know I'm a Catholic born and raised but I like you said you know this whole world you know this whole world that religion you know we got to know 
right? So I got a cousin that talks to me. And the same thing, the same knowledge, the same way you speak is so clear and so truthful. I got an older cousin. He's in Florida. He, he you know, touch base. And I just want to say uh, God bless everybody. Uh, you know, Chicanos or Raza, I know we confuse people. I grew up confused. and know, you know, my dad's from Mexico. My mom's from Houston. You know, it, it's, it's, it's just a struggle to find who you are and what you're doing. And then with bad habits, like they, my dad said, a man got bad habits, you ain't never going to have money. And it's a struggle every day because, you know, it's, it's hard to keep flecha for everybody. You know, I heard that, you know. And uh, I just take God bless y'all. You're saying the right things because of on the, all everything else that we look at is all negative. Then they got all the other stuff coming with the, you know, with everything else that's trying to, you know, the end times, the way they say that's the, that's the reason everything happened. Right. But uh, I just want to say God bless your brother. And, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, that's all I want to say. And that, that's, that's the best thing that you're saying. And that's the best thing I heard all day. I was at work all day at the restaurant. And, uh, and then I just got, got off at uh, nine, but probably pretty much at 10. And I jumped on here, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the best thing we could be talking about is God and, you know, try to step away from sin and it's hard and take care of your family and do the right thing. I'm 43 and shit. I know, you know, excuse my language. Uh, you know, I know that another 20 years is going to pass and that if God gives me and it's going to be like, what happened? You know? So, uh, I just want to say what's up. Califas. I got an uncle in California, Oakland, my uncle Juan Martinez. He's been out there 30 years from a company from Houston, but, uh, we right here in Texas, baby boy. And we love y'all. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for uh, for tapping in tonight with us, man. And no LG. All right. All right. Thank you, Blair. Well, D, God bless you, baby boy. Much love, much love. Thank you, bro. And, 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 and little mama, I, I don't know little mama's name on the real, on, honestly, on, off the top of my head. She got a million and one names, man. G- give Choose one. one. Uh, yeah, I mean, La Blaquiana is cool. All right. Yeah. Well, God bless y'all. That's easy to remember. God bless you, too, All man. Right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Take Bye-bye. That's what's up, bro. <laughs> Good. Yeah, yeah dog. Man, I'm, I'm just I'm here to serve you today. <laughs> knowledge, bro. Yeah, knowledge today, man. Uh, excuse me if the calls are coming in and you know it's going to voicemails because you know we want to re- give respect to those that are they're speaking. You want to hear the dial tones keep going off and on, but the numbers up there. Hey, calls keep coming. My man's you know dropping gems on us as always. Noel G, Crystal, what you got, girl? I'm just drinking it all in, man. <laughs> you know I know there ain't nobody smoking weed around this motherfucker today, huh? <laughs> ain't no hot boxing today, huh? <laughs> We don't smoke here. Look at it. See how, hey, I, see how the week care, goes away? I don't care, bro. I got no judgment. I don't care, bro. Look at Everybody I got like, no... It's clear. I can see yeah. everybody at home right now. I, I smell a little bit in I'm not God, bro. No one got to prove themselves to me, bro. I, I got no judgment. Look at ODM. No care, he brings Noel and makes it all uncomfortable for us now. He's a real one. Thanks, ODL. I no could I could care less. Do, what, do you, bro. I got no... I got no judgment here. I love everyone. I love everyone. That's the best right there. Yeah. No, yeah, to be clear on that, man, I, I, I got I, all this is said with no judgment. Yeah. No, no sure. nothing. It's just trying to, you know, guide people and direct people. But at the end of the day, it's the own person's choice. You know what I mean? So, yeah. What, no, what's your no, re- judgment, what, no judgment. Now, what's your relationship with your, with your children now? You got three or? Yeah, I got three. Three. I got three. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a while, where were you trying to mend uh, a relationship with your oldest? No, or was with your the, youngest. The third one. Yeah. yeah okay, I'm still, yeah, I'm yeah. still working on that. Okay. How's uh, that going? Uh, the mom's a horror show, but I'm. Uh, she I'll makes leave, it tough. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. But my first two, yeah, I'm very close to. 
Are they also in? You know what's funny is I say before God, I was a good father financially, Mm. but not emotionally. Mm. And when God came in, I became a good father financially and emotionally. How do they perceive that? That was another difference. Your children, when it comes to oh, they they no they they they're cool. They love it. You know, there was there was the time of hurt because of you know not being in their life as much as first because partying and business was always first. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it was like I'll get to them when I get to them. But as I again got calmed down and learned what was most important, you know, one of the things in life that a lot of us forget is we think we have time, mm-hmm. and we never know when our time is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we got to, that's, that's why it's more so important to make these decisions now, not later. And I tell people straight up, if you're alive and you can think for yourself now, you're in the best position you could ever be because from this day forward, you can make the right decision. Mm. You know what I mean? But you can't force, like we said, you could take the horse to the water, but you can't force it to drink. At the end of the day, it's free will. They got to make their own choice. You could share what you share. They could take it or throw it in the trash. Mm. You know, you, you did what you were meant to do, planted the seed. Sometimes seed grows then and there. Sometimes seed takes 10 years to grow. Mm. You know what I mean? Or sometimes someone got to hit their, their, their rock bottom, which God forbid, God forbid, God forbid that happens. Hopefully they get to God before their rock bottom to realize, oh, damn, I needed God all this time. But, you know, you could just do what you do, and then you got to leave it in God's hands after that. Uh, one of the primos, man, he asked this question the other day. And amongst us family members, and he said, um, if somebody handed you an envelope and it said when you were going to die, would you open it? Uh, yeah, I would. I would open it because then I would be like, damn, I could party until the day before <laughs> <laughs> and turn myself, turn myself over to God on my last day and still oh, go to shit. heaven. You know what I'm saying? Talk about, Life hack. See, talk about that part. So, Could they say there'd be people... In the past, have been on their deathbed, and it, and this, this, and they give themselves a like right, right, or right there on their deathbed, and then they go to heaven. Yeah, that, just if, how you if, just said if, it. If if they if they truly believe in their heart, and that's the time that they repent, God forgives. It. This is why we're not God, right? God even forgives child molesters, murderers. God has an unconditional love that a human being cannot even understand. And that's why God is God. But if they truly say it in their heart and they truly believe, and you can't fool God. Once again, you can't fool God. If you truly believe it in your heart and you believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins and you ask for forgiveness and you repent Mm. while you're still alive and coherent and you truly believe what you, what you, uh, said and believed you go to heaven but that's why the bible that's why god talks about you got to be ready in season out of season you know who the biggest gangster in the world is is jesus christ straight up (laughs) the most rated r book is the bible god's very clear god himself says if you reject god i will reject you he says that straight up Mm. no feelings attached so my thing is is like god forbid but let's just say you don't know let's just say you get in your car you go home and God forbid, God forbid, but let's just say a car hits you out of nowhere and you die. Mm. And you, you know, on the way out, you're like, man, I'll get to God tomorrow. But yeah. you died before that. Right. I would uh, guess slash assume you didn't make it to heaven. Mm. So well, that's a blessing that, that I have, too, is that, you know, when, when you know God, sometimes by someone's lifestyle, you really question, like, damn, did, did he or she really go to heaven or not? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So that's why you don't know. But if they get those, if if you get that chance, because you don't die instantly, if you get that chance, yeah, if you get that chance, and you want to take that risk, and you get that chance in your hospital bed, or you know, if you get in the car accident, you don't die right away, but you're still coherent to think, and you get to say the sinner's prayer and actually mean it and believe it, then Amen and Hallelujah, you go to you go to heaven. But no one will know that except you and God. Where can the public come see you? Because uh, I know you do a lot of uh, um, oh, that just services. Happens. Yeah, or... I didn't even shout out my Instagram. Follow me on the Instagram if you want to, if you care, if you want to keep up. Actor Noel G, actor Noel G. Uh, that's where I put all my events, my speaking events. Okay, done. Where they could come, check me out, and uh, keep up with me if you want. And every now and then on my Instagram, I'll drop a little something, something. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah, that's why the Bible talks about just be ready in season and out of season. Because one thing that we think as people is we have time, but we never know when we're going to die. And if you have never made that decision to serve God and you die and you die like that because you never made that decision. If I was a betting man, I would have to bet that you didn't go upstairs. You went downstairs. Uh, We got another phone call coming from L.A. with Noel G with the Blockout Podcast. Hello. Did that make sense, though, what yes, I told you? Hi, Hi, who's this? It's me, Angie V? Hi, OTM. It's me, Angie V. You got it. <laughs> I know that voice. Say hello to Noel. Yeah. yeah, it's me. Yes, hi, Noel G. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Chilling, chilling. That's cool. And hello, Blackiana. Hi, Angie V. <laughs> yeah, so the reason why I'm calling is because I was just wanted to touch up on what Noel G is saying. And it's funny because I had just somebody asked a question in the comments in the chat, and I answered it, and it's pretty much come for me what I said, you know. Uh, um, also, what my pastor says is that when somebody, like, say, for instance, if you don't, you know, repent and ask God into your life and say the sinner's prayer, like my pastor says, to not accept them, it's like if you're making a choice already. And like he says, we're not promised tomorrow. God forbid something happens. The minute somebody walks out somewhere or anything, you know, we could just drop dead or whatever. If one doesn't die with, you know, repentance of the heart, then unfortunately one goes to hell, you know, but that's why we have to be safe. Mm. Yeah, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. See, that's the beautiful thing. Sometimes, you know, you'll get a Christian that comes in and backs you up. (laughs) But, yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, it's confirmation to what we're saying and i know a lot of people don't agree with what we're saying but it's not so much what we're saying it's god like i've always said you know sometimes people have a problem with what i'm saying and i tell them you know what with all due respect if you have a problem with it i i didn't write you know i'm not god i didn't i didn't say it i just enforce god's word so i mean if they have a problem with it that's something they have to take up with god themselves you know with all due respect but i mean that's that's the way it is you know, just just to piggyback on that, um, you know, it's it's crazy you said that. Just to piggyback on that, because I had this conversation with one of my homies about two months ago, and just to piggyback mm-hmm. on that and make it real quick, my opinion doesn't matter. I got one opinion, exactly. one opinion only that God's word is real. That's my only one opinion. After that, it's yeah. not what I say; it's what the Bible says. Mm. So we're just exactly. the messengers of the word of God. Mm. So that's why I say my opinion exactly. doesn't matter. Right, right. That's what the Bible says. And then at yep. the end of the day, we're God's vessels. That's where you make the decision to believe or not believe. That's it. Right. Angie V. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's right. Angie. Thank you, Angie V. All right, then. Well, 
You guys have a good night. God bless you guys. And uh, take care. Right? You too. You good too. night, Angie. All right. right. Oh, the other like, you messing up my pocket. <laughs> no. Nah, bro. No, kidding, nah, because we don't do this often. Yeah. And, and I knew what I was getting into. That's why I had you on, brother. No. You know, it's, everything's, it's, there's more to just movies. Everything is said. You know what I'm saying? Every, everything is said in tough love as a real friend, a real brother, just not wanting to lead you or misguide you in the word of God. Mm. And you always got to know where the push is coming from. You know, would you rather have... The guy who's pushing you where it's like, hey, gee, let's go rob a house and steal this car and come up. Or would you rather have the other push with guys say, hey, let's go to Bible study and let's learn something today. And you just you got to know who you're accepting the push from. Somebody used to tell me that when I used to uh, do the Bible studies and it was the same scenario. It's the same guy that that's helping you. He left that dead weight that's spotting you on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's your brother, Christ, who is helping you help yeah. you know, get fed, basically. I, I asked my pastor one time, I'll tell you another, because I can only share real stories. So I'll tell you another, and I'll make this super quick. One time I was with my pastor at a gas station in Hawaii. We were out there vacationing, and I asked him this question. I said, hey, let me ask you a question, G. I said, if I'd never been to church a day in my life, a day in my life, I go, can I go to heaven? And he said, absolutely. He said, 100%, you absolutely can. But he said, let me tell you why I wouldn't encourage that. Because when you go to church, you're around other people who believe as you. You got an accountability. You're around other believers. You continue to hear the word of God, hear the faith of God. And faith comes by hearing the word of God, and it strengthens your walk. Mm. So he was just saying, as a pastor, I would never tell someone don't go to church. But yes, you can never go to church a day in your life, and you can still go to heaven. But staying in a church continuing to hear the word of god will yeah. strengthen your walk in god absolutely and so that's why i you know encourage people like get plugged into a bible study or keep on feeding yourself the word of god because we are in a tug of war mm. right now in this world we're getting fed by the music the movies this that and the other and like i said with the demonstration earlier we're hearing everybody else except the one voice that matters the most mm. and you're not you're gonna have a hard time having faith and i and a hard time walking the walk if you're not continuing to be in that relationship with God and continuing to hear the word and the word and the word again, so you more so become it. The more you hear the word of God, the more the word of God gets in you and the more the world gets out of you. Mm. That's, that's a point right there, bro. I, I never heard it that way when you actually go to church and then everybody's around you. You, you can't help but not hear it you know what and I'm you saying? hear praise reports you and hear people's also personal heard experiences church is kind of like a um they say a hospital of sinners i've 100%. heard that analogy too and then like we would like when i say we like when i was heavy you know into my word people would tell me you know uh that i heard the analogy about uh uh yeah jesus is, is a crutch and it's like oh uh, you you know it's like a crutch well yeah you know I'll give you a, I'll give you a better one. I'll give you a better one where it's like this. A lot of people think, you know, I got to go to church and I got to change for God. Yeah. No, 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 no. You just go to church and let God change you. <laughs> nice. That's crazy. Give Let's me see. a mirror. Give me a mirror. I just seen a mirror right now. <laughs> no, but all serious, bro. That this is deep. This deep shit right here, bro. What 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 I do, man? I take no credit for this. All this knowledge that I have, yeah, anybody could have it. Yeah, the way I got it is just by spending time with God, 
to know how to say what God would say as opposed to what Noel G thought. Hmm. Back in the days, I was giving Noel G advice. But as I learned the word of God, now I know how to give God advice. Hmm. And that's the difference. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of us, you know, we oh, do, do this and do that. And, and that's cool because you implement some of that. Yeah. But you know how to bring it back to the real source, which is God. Do you see yourself uh, doing full-on ministry, you know, at this I've been, point? I know. I, I've been, what, what bugs me about Hollywood, bro, just to keep it 100, is the hypocrisy, bro. <laughs> the two-faced hypocrisy. It just, it eats at me, dude. Like, I say, this is the way I say it. I say we're in, a, we're in one of the best, worst, best businesses ever. Yeah. That's how I say it. We're in the best, worst, best business ever. Because the hypocrisy in Hollywood is just, it's killing me, dude. It's killing me. It's getting worse. I even screenshotted this the other day, bro. I'll let you read this, man. I saw this and I was like. See, I was going to go for audition, but fuck I, that. I was, like, I was like. I don't want to be an actor no more. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got to screenshot this saying right here. It's so frustrating to know how fake someone is, yet everyone loves them because they put on a good show. Fuck, man. Put that on. Frame uh, that. Put that shit in Marshalls. Everyone I was like, that. I was like, I got I to gotta screenshot that one, bro. Cause that's so true. And that, and yeah. that, Especially that's with social media. And, just I know. And, and, and that's my point. And that's why I said, unless you know someone personally or were involved in the situation personally, you don't know a damn thing, bro. So all I speak on now is what I'm involved in personally are situations that I've been involved in personally. Yeah. So when someone says, what's your opinion? Of, what's your opinion of that? I'm like, gee, I, I don't know the man. I don't know him. I if, agree. If, if I know him, I could tell so you the if, real. if 10 people told you this guy burned me, 10 people said they got burned, but you've never met him, you going to work with him? I would be cautious, and that's why I said I'd do a heart check and a personality check first. Right, right. See, when I turn my life over to God, and people who operated under what I said before I turned my life over to God, they were operating in Noel G's old file. But when you turn your life over to God and you're real for God, now I got a new file. Yeah. yeah. So I got to know what file you operating in. Mm. You operating in the new file or the old file? Because I don't know if I got, I'm just using it as an example, if I got the old ODM or the new ODM. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And that's why I'm saying, that's why I say, like, the wisdom. Now I do heart checks. I do personality checks first. Yeah. And, you know, we ain't even meshing on a personal level. I ain't even messing with And then there's the word discernment. Yeah, God gives you discernment. Very, what, very key. This, this is what it really means by that. When you know God's word and you start hearing how people talk, you know what purpose they're after. Yeah. You can't, it's you, easier to read people. It's right? easier to read That's people. Crazy. And then you know, like, we ain't on the same page. Yeah. You, you cool? Yeah. I kick you with you. Well, I can't do business with you. I just you. can't do business with you. But yeah. I'd be your friend. I'm not, I'm not saying I'd not be your friend. I'm just saying you showed me what you're about. And that's cool. But I'm not cool on that to do business, yeah. to be yeah. a friend all day long. I'll be your homie. I'll guide you. I'll, dude, I still got friends who are drug dealers. And, and, you know, straight up just thugs and, like, whatever. I just don't participate in those activities no more. Mm. That's the difference. I think we got another call. 830, where's that at? Man? Hi. Hey, what's going on? You're no, on with I'm, Noel I'm from, G. Hey, Noel G. This is uh, Daniel. I'm from uh, San Antonio, Texas. 
Oh, what up? We got a lot of Texas callers today. <laughs> <laughs> Texas in the house. Right? Yeah. You're like the third person from Texas. Yeah, I, I heard the guy from Houston. I want to say nice meeting you. Um, well, you know, you know, um, I just want to say what you said about the like uh, trusting in the media and trusting in the in Hollywood. It, it, they do kind of uh, they're two faced sometimes, and I and I want to agree with that. Uh, not that long ago, I am also on a podcast, and we got called up by ABC saying, "Hey, we're going to do news with y'all. It'll be good." And they bamboozled us just like the Washington Post did. So. Yeah, you got to be careful who you talk to out there, guys. Got to do that heart check, personality check. Yeah. Yeah. They seem they nice. They seemed everything good. Met the reporters and everything. And it was a big stab in the back. So y'all got to be careful out there. Right on. We appreciate it, bro. Thanks for letting everybody know. Yeah. Yeah, y'all have a good night. Y'all take care. And I just want to have one quick question. Is How was it working with Clint Eastwood? Oh, <laughs> oh, we touched upon it a little earlier, but yeah, yeah, no, Clint, uh, Clint was cool, chill, mellow, OG in the game, OG of the of the OGs, man. Um, just a very calm, reserved dude, and very easy to work with. So yeah, he was. Right. It it was, it was awesome to see how he does his thing and puts a film together. <laughs> One time experience, yeah. Nice. All love, well, man. Thank you. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for checking in from Houston, bro. We appreciate you. Have a good night. Right on, man. Hey, Ace Town. <laughs> Woo-wee. Damn. Yeah, man. Much love for everything you've been saying, especially like you said. If you don't, if you weren't a part of it, if you don't know the person personally, then you don't speak on it. I think that's crucial to say because a lot of motherfuckers out here just run their mouth and they go, well, I heard ODM did this. Well, I heard ODM did that. And it's like, even though it's speculation and it's not true, there's no basis. Who are we telling you that, Crystal? Well, say exactly. It's, <laughs> as, it's as easy fuck? as that. It's as easy as that. But as soon as somebody says it and it's just, there's no basis, people just say shit to say shit, it's like, it becomes fact because people hear it, then they picture it, and then boom. Now ODM does blah, 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 fill in the blank. You know what I mean? And it's like, motherfucker, you don't know a goddamn... Oops, sorry. (laughs) I'm over here talking my shit, but you know, it's like... It's like, God, it's, it, it's, so, passion. Like, it's, like, it's passion. It's passion. It's, it's emphatic because it. I'm just like, shut the it. fuck up if you don't know what you're saying. Because as soon as you say that, somebody is going to fucking believe you because they're stupid and they listen to each other instead of their own fucking brain. And then, you know. Like the disciples. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's why it's such a, you know, powerful message because it's it's so common and it's so true. It's like, you don't know shit. And that's don't why, say like, shit. when you know someone, you know, and someone tells you something and you know them, you could defend them exactly. and be like, nah, 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 nah. Exactly. And if you know that person and you choose to believe what such and such said or mentioned or speculated, it's like, all right, you, you, I see, I see where you're going. Right, right, So I'm going to go the opposite way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I've always been that way, though, and just not just Mando. It's like what somebody says, yeah, don't go see that No LG movie. It fucking sucks. Yeah. No, I got to go see it myself. There's some that sucks. (laughs) No, there's some that sucks straight up. I told you, the movie sucked, but the check didn't suck. That's real. Straight up. No, I already tell you what I'm doing, man. I'm going to watch a lot of your fucking movies, bro. I should have did that leading up. I'm going to quiz you later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Starting with Fast and the Furious 1. Noel G, ladies and gentlemen, give me a, some clappers. Uh, we're going to wrap this up because I know, man, your time is valuable. 
And uh, man, we can go on, on and on forever, brother. But I just want to say thank you again. I, for I could come up, back brother. if you want, whenever you want. Hey, Shit, you know, don't no. say that, bro. Don't but worry, but, yeah. but but let's stick to the date, though, man. You know. Yeah. Oh, no, just so we're clear, it was two times, not three. I want to be clear on that. Tell him, tell him the text right message. Here. Tell him the text message. I, I said, <laughs> this guy. He called me right away. I was like, no, nah, hell no, nah. hold up, bro. No, but it was never because it, it was because man, when it rains, it pours. You know what I no, mean? I, get I was it. like, but I went back in the. But the you know what it, you know what the true thing is on that. Because we text, no excuse, you know, I'm here, that's why I made it, but is we text a long time ago, Yeah. and then there was a lot of dead space, I didn't hear from you for a while, so I just forgot, because I was on another deal when we were texting, Yeah. so when I flew back, I just didn't put it in my calendar, Right. so then when you text me like two days before, I was like, oh damn, like, yeah. I had something else, and I, but then I, I went and I read the texts, yeah. and, and I keep my commitment where my commitment is. No, first. you did, straight away, yeah. you know what that means, there's, that means I just need to be more in contact with you, not yeah. just yeah, that's all it was. on business shit, that means we need to talk more. 100, that's all it was, and um, you know, because I always tell people this, this is one of the sayings I have in Hollywood, if I'm filming dead or in a hospital, I can't make it. That's the only time I'll cancel. Mm -hmm. If I'm filming dead or in a hospital, I'll cancel. I can't be there straight up. That will always take priority over whatever. Right. You know, the, but but if I'm not filming dead or in a hospital, I'm there. Do Let's you, go. Let me ask you, do you have a, like, a, every person has a PR person where they they set up these designated, like, you know, podcasts? No, I did. I, I did. But I. You just do things on your own. Yeah, now I just do things on my own. It's a lot easier. It cuts out the drama, you know. I just, yeah. But what I like about you, bro, is like you still humble, man. You still hop on all these podcasts, no matter if they're a hundred subscribers or a million subscribers. You're, you, you know, I I know that because I did my you know, my my research, bro. And you just, you know, stay that way, man. You know what I'm saying? Because there's cats that'll I've talked talking to in your circle that have told me, oh, well, and I get it. That's why I asked. You had a PR because they were like, oh, well, you know, I'm. I'm feeling this right now, brother, and there's going to be a time for, for all that. Right now is just not the time. Respectfully, I'm like, cool, you know, but then I don't hear from them or I'll reach out and they just give you that song and dance. Yes, <laughs> it happens to me too. It happens to all of us, but I get it, you know, but I'd rather just hear the, you know what, I just don't, I'd rather not, I'm not going to feel you, I'm not going to do your podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it is no, what I'm it gonna is. I'm going to correct you. Like B100. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be 100 because I'm going to correct you in love. I'm going to tell you something else that I learned, right? Sometimes in life, you could be doing a good thing, but not the correct slash right thing. And if God is giving you a purpose and you're laser focused, you stay on that purpose because... Anything else will try to detour you from God's purpose so you don't get it out. So I used to minister at some mm. churches and things like that. And there's some podcasts that, no, I don't do. And I charge them if I come through because it's my time and I'm there. And the way that I see it is a lot of podcasts, too. Let's be real and honest. They're doing it for money. They put it on YouTube. And if they're small, I want to make money too. So I'm going to charge them. The reason right. why I did it with you is because I got the relationship with you. Respect. That's why I'm here, bro. Respect. But you can't do no podcasts. It has nothing to do with the followers, this, that, and the other. What I've learned is I'm not Kevin Hart of the Rock. But I get called to do a lot of events. And everybody has a great reason and a good cause. <laughs> 
If I was doing everybody else's events for great reasons and good causes and charity events, eventually, <laughs> soon enough, you're going to have to do a charity event for Noel G. For Noel G. <laughs> because Straight I'm running up. around everywhere for free. Yeah. But up. I always, at the same time, I charge what's reasonable. I'm always fair. I say, look, I'm not going to charge you something that's going to break your budget, but at the same time, it's not too an insulting to me. Right. So we both feel like we did each other right so we can have a relationship. Right. Because there's some podcasts you can't do. They're just starting off and they call in, you know, it's like it's like me just starting and calling Mel Gibson. Yo, come on my podcast. <laughs> Mel Gibson be like, you know what? Like, like, no, I don't got the time for that. Oh, well, you ain't about the people and you ain't real. It's not about I'm not about the people. I'm not real. I'm just not going, you know, backwards or not saying yeah. it's bad. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some podcasts that like, again, I'm not Kevin Art of the Rock. But I have a lot of podcasts that reach out to me. You imagine if I said yes to every single Tom, Dick, and Harry right. that reaches out to me to go do their podcast? I humanly can't. Right. So some I charge, and I say, hey, man, like, you know, I'll do your podcast, but I got to charge a little bit of money to come through. And you're going to put it on YouTube. You're going to make money. I'm going to make money with you. Right. And if you don't pay me, that's cool. And what I've learned is you can't let anything detour you, though. So if I'm putting my time and energy into this over here, I'm not staying on my purpose of what I got to do. Mm. And that's what makes my purpose longer and longer and longer because I let myself get distracted by everything else. Mm. The reason why I came here for you, bro, is because of our relationship in the past that you forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> why is that going to be a short yeah. on YouTube? Uh, I'm just me. You know why? Because I'm trying to forget the past, yeah. bro. My evil ways, bro. My sins, bro. But I love you, bro. I, I, I genuinely, oh. truly love you. But, gee, like, you know, you ODM, I know who you are, and I want you to know I respect you from day one. It's and love. I truly mean that sincerely, it's respectfully. Love. Thank you. And when you called me out, I'll be real with you, bro. It, it was like an honor, bro, straight up. To me, I was like, oh, damn, like, I was waiting for this call. That's love, bro. So I, I, I wanted to be on your podcast, you know what I mean? But yeah. the it's, like, it's like what you said. Let me just tell you, if you get a call... Hey, ODM, I want you to come do a couple songs at a birthday party for yeah. 20 kids. Mm -hmm. Are you going to ask to be paid or not? Straight up. If it's a stranger, pop, pop. This is how I make this how Ex I feed my family. Exactly yeah. my point. For sure. So there's my point. Yeah. You can't just, because then it comes into like, oh, you're not going to do a, a, a song for 20 kids at a birthday party? Right. You ain't about the people. You ain't real. <laughs> right. You fake. All you about is the money. Right. No, I'm not. It's I got to put my time where the time, and if you want me, I've, it's like, dude, like, don't get me started on that. Yeah. Go another hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is how we make, this is how we feel. I just our be family, real, bro. man. I, look, I tell people like this straight up, man. If you're going to hate me, Noel G, you're going to hate me for two reasons. You're going to hate me because I was too truthful with you and you couldn't handle it. Mm. Or the second reason, you just came up with your own reason why you hate me. Because mm. I'll always keep it truth and Woo! straight up. Get, get, get. I don't care. Facts. Ugh. Big I don't facts. Care. Damn. And you don't got to go ass. I'll say this last one. I'm going to finish with this. You don't got to go ask for dirt on Noel G. Right. Noel G will tell you himself. Absolutely. 100. I'll tell you my dirt straight yes, up. Yes, sir. You know and, what I'm and saying? that's the thing about this. Noel's like, I, I don't I, care, dog. I, I'm just real. Have I came I at care. you for any dirt in, during this whole conversation at all? Have I tried to fish for dirt out of you today? No, today? I wouldn't even care if you did or not. I, I'm just I know, saying, but, like, but, we but talking openly. What like, I'm whatever. saying is, is when you come to the Blockout Podcast, I'm not going to do that, man. I'm not going to 
be no, like I all these it. other motherfuckers I, who making money. Like, yeah, I, I'm not drama, drama free. Now, if you come and put it out there, like I always say, and show yeah. your ass, then it's out in the universe. Right, right, right. Yeah, if you so volunteer now it. Now it's free game. If but you volunteer Because yeah. I've had guests on here, and you guys can side with me on this one, to where they, they go in, right? And then I'll take that one little clip, like everybody else, and I'll throw it out there because it's out there. Hey, dog, why why, why, why you got to put that on Instagram, man? Why you, can, yeah. you, can you remove that? And the, uh-huh. re, Bro, you said it. It's, yeah. it's still out there on YouTube. I just cut to the fuck. I trimmed some fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the people want to, you know what I mean? But I get it. Okay, so respectfully, I have removed reels. No, I get it. But, I, but, but. You know but that's I mean? my point, like, man. Like you, you, other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't look for that. There's you no got, gotcha. you got to a certain level where some things are just, just to be straight up, not to hurt or you know cut. It just are not worth your time. And yeah. if they're gonna be worth your time, you've earned the respect at where you're at to get paid for it. Right. That's why you, that's why you did what you did to get to a certain point where you can make a living doing off of what you love. And there's no wrong in that. Right. And people who don't understand that, cool, guess what? When their podcast blows up later, they're going to find out later on their own journey, damn, if I would have paid for it and had some big guests, I could have been bigger quicker than saying to all the big guests I was inviting. You know why you're inviting them. Right. So you could get the views and get the, you know, and later make the money to be known. Yeah, quick clout. And And then later, you know, what happens is you get forgotten. They brought you on the first podcast where you said, yeah, I'll do it for free. They blow up, and they ain't even calling you to come back. Right. And you help yeah. kick them off. All right. Get right. the hell out of here, dog. <laughs> Woo, hitting the nail on that. That's head. why I don't care, bro. Like, I tell people straight up. There's people, man, it's just funny. It's like, you're you going you to earn where you get. And, yeah. I'm, and it's not said in a sarcastic way. It's not said in a mean way. It's not said in, it's not like you just, I want to be an actor. Well, let me just give you a starring role because you want to be an actor. Yeah. Like all the other thousand people behind you want to be an actor. Yeah. Show me what you can do. Earn your stripes. You know what I'm saying? How many like, years, let them know how many, if they don't know how many years it took for you to actually cast, you know, your big took, first no, it movie took me role. Eight years to get my first film. <sighs> Did so you ever want to quit at that oh, point? Oh, hell yeah, bro. I wanted to quit throwing <laughs> the... But I always think about this, and this is what I encourage people. I tell people straight up, man, if I would have quit it on that seventh year, on that seventh year, if I would have said, it's too tough, it ain't happening, throwing the towel, give up, say I'm walking away from this, whatever, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Whether it takes eight years or 20 years, your dream can become a reality, but you're going to have to fight for it. You're going to have to take risks. You're going to have to take chances. You're going to have to grind. You're going to have to, you know, fight through the mud. You're going to have to, like... Okay, what, what about those artists or rappers? And I don't want to say and I don't want to say the cliche thing, because a lot of people say, don't give up, don't... Everything, everyone says right. a lot. Let, right. me, let me tell you a way to advance in life, that, that I want to say something beyond that, because that is truth, though. Don't quit, don't give up, et cetera, et cetera. That is truth. Yeah. But let me give you a golden nugget on how to get there to... Uh, and you're not quitting and not giving up. You know how you get there? You just be a person of integrity. Just be someone who does what you say. Because when people like you, because you're someone of integrity, and you're someone who not only talks about it, but is about it, people just want to do favors for you. All right. You know Ooh. what I learned, bro? When you're one of these people, you come to work and you go, yo, DM, man, I'm sorry I forgot the microphone. I'm sorry I forgot to call homeboy about the interview. I'm sorry I forgot to send out that one email. I'm sorry I'm late. You know what happens? You just become a sorry worker. Mm. Nobody wants to work with sorry workers. Be someone of integrity 
and just do what it is that you say. I tell people straight up, man, my strength ain't there, homie. I can't do it. Get someone else for that. But mm -hmm. that I can do. Yeah. That, don't worry. I'll, hands down, I got that. Mm -hmm. But that other thing, now you got to find someone else. I can't do it. And when you're someone of integrity, people just want to do favors for you. And that's how you advance when wherever it is you're trying to go. That's what I heard. I, I don't know if it was from you. You said I can't. I, I never used the word I try. Oh, yeah. No, trying is not doing. You don't it's try. You just do. We do. It's like Nike. Just do it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You don't try. If you're trying, you ain't doing it. If you're doing it, you ain't trying because you're doing it. Noel G. Man, brother. Yeah. Dropping all the gems over here. I'm trying to think what else is in this cranium mine I want to let out, man. Chris, are you good? <laughs> Dude, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I gotta take my piss break because I yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> well, well, should we should we end it or should we go go? You wanna come back or what uh, you wanna do? Uh, no, I'm I'm on your time, bro. Like I what mean, time is it? We're, we're we're hit by hey, three hours, yeah. Three ODM hours. don't play, bro. <laughs> hey, you I got think, great content. What, what's today? What's today? Uh, Monday. What? No, it's Wednesday now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, man. Yeah, man. I got I got a piss too, you man. You Bubba Tacos two days of business, bro. Bubba. <laughs> Bubba chilling, man. No LG. No, thank you, brother. I just no, want to say up, personally man. again, man. I know no, I can't thank you if enough you for do coming it again, through. Just hit me up, bro. I appreciate yeah, it's it. All love, but we'll keep in touch more. Make that make that a uh, a point, and uh, because you were there, you just walked away, and you're struggling, and I know that for a fact. You don't even have to tell it to me. I know it already mm. and there's a part of you that wants to come back you just don't know how and i'm gonna help you right if, on, if you want it if you don't want it don't worry i just i just talk to you and be like yo where's the tacos at we can <laughs> <laughs> appreciate yeah, it bro. i never push it upon no one who doesn't want it i never do that thank you bro yeah. respectfully Respect, thank you yeah. humbly um this weekend though we before we let you guys go i want to remind you that we're throwing an event in San Diego. Again, it's called Lighter Shade of Brown Presents on a Sunday afternoon. Maybe we can get Noel out there to, you know, maybe preach the word or something like that. Just come hang out, you know, on the couch, whatever, one time. Uh, we're doing it once a month. First one is this Sunday. Again, at Corazon del Barrio. Get your tickets. You can get them. Eventbrite, 25 bucks. That's it, yeah, for some, like, backyard boogie. Crystal, she's going to be out there opening up the set at 3 o'clock. It's a day party. What you got in store for them? Some Funk in the trunk or what? They gotta come pay that uh, twenty-five dollars in seat. We're doing old school. We're doing oldies. We're doing man, just throwbacks. If you're from the great era, where I always say '70s, '80s, and '90s, which was good music. Hey, you mess with Lighter Shade of Brown. We invite you guys out. The whole crew's out there. Money Moons, Danny Boy, Bubba's even coming out, man. Finally, we've been asking Bubba to come through for a minute. So we hope to see you guys all there once again. If you did. Um, like any part of this or even love this podcast today, we encourage you to please share it to, to somebody who needs to hear it, watch it. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, and all our audio platforms, we welcome you every single Monday night to come back and watch it live. You know what I'm saying? At 7 p.m. on Mondays. Um, that's it. You got anything else, Crystal? That's a wrap, man. I learned a lot. Thank you, Noel. Man. All love, all love, all love. Noel G, man, we'll get, hit him with that IG one more time, brother. All love, all love. Uh, Actor Noel G, keep up with me. Actor Noel G, one word. And uh, long story short, man, love all you guys. Hope you guys were encouraged, inspired today. And I always say this, man, my last words is, you know, God first and the rest will work itself out. And I always say, instead of keeping it gangster, keep it Godster. Yeah. So that's what's up, man. <laughs> On that note, we out, man. Peace. Good night. <laughs>